Another Power 99 sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 presents high school football. Third and seven, Danberg off his back foot, throws it across the middle. The ball's bobbled, the ball's bobbled, and can Pleasanton pick it off? Yes, they will. Intercepted by Seth Eckel. He was the one bobbling it coming across the middle. Tonight, the 2019 postseason kicks off in Pleasanton as the Bulldogs welcome in the Brady Eagles. High school football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. So the Dogs moving it from their own 13 to the Axtell 39. Here's a deep fly pattern down the right side for Wendt. It's on the money at the 10, the 5, a touchdown, 39 yards out for Pleasanton. That was a perfect pass from Jackson Keyshaw to the freshman Trevin Wendt. Pleasanton flipped their record from last year's 2-6 to a 6-2 mark this season and look for their first playoff win in eight years. Brady has won three of their last four and is in search of their third all-time playoff victory tonight. It's the Eagles and the Bulldogs coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Pleasanton with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone, from Pleasanton. It is time for the opening night on this Halloween of the 2019 State High School Football Playoffs for D1 and D2, where tonight we bring you the Pleasanton Bulldogs and the Brady Eagles. going to be a lot of red out there, all red for Pleasanton, the red bottoms and white tops for Brady, who comes in with a record of 5-3 and three on the year. Pleasanton sets at 6-2, and two, and when we talk to the coaches, a little interesting on how they both look at how the season went. Uh, Pleasanton firmly believes that they could have been an 8-0 and football team coming in tonight, and they believe that they can make a run in these state football playoffs, and as I point out to Coach Westland here, they've already beaten Kennesaw, who is the number two seed, and Kennesaw has lost Wyatt Hansen, and that game currently is going on on ESPN 1550, so uh, Pleasanton would like to think that they could get a run here, maybe down to Sandhill Stedford in the state quarterfinals, looking for their first playoff win since 2011. Of course, had that good run in the late 2000s and uh, made it all the way to the state semifinals, coming up short back in 2009. For Brady, this is not a football program that has a deep tradition of uh, playoff wins. As you heard, they've only made it to the second round of the playoffs twice in the history of the school, and they've got a lot of seniors, so uh, they're going to have a lot to replace next year, so maybe this is it. But they've always been in that tough, tough district out west where it's really uh, hard to, to get there. Mullen, how many years have they went undefeated? Well, this was an off year in the coaching change. Sandhill Stedford has made it to the state semifinals here. Uh, you got Medicine Valley that is always in the playoffs. So Maxwell has been good. There's there's a, a double deal here when you got Brady. Juanita Palisade from time to time has, has shown some talent over the last decade 
Brady has been in a tough, tough district, and there's a few times that maybe they were a decent football team, but three wins was about all they could muster, and that's why it was hard to win a playoff game because two or three wins getting into the playoffs, you're a double-digit seed almost every time. For Pleasanton, a little bit different situation. Uh, they have had some home games over the years in the playoffs, but like we said, not a whole lot of success here over the last decade. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. We're also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance. We've got some other football games that are going on. We'll take a look at the scoreboard here before we hear from the coaches. There are a couple couple of finals in the book. In D2, the number one seed here in the West Bracket, Garden County, got out of the gate in a hurry. They were up 44-6 at half and beat Blue Hill today, 52-6. They will take on the winner of Overton and Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing, and it is Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing 14 and Overton 8 as they have gotten the third quarter underway. Elwood leads Maxwell 16-7 in the second quarter. They have finished up halftime Central Valley 14, Medicine Valley 12, and that's in a 5-12 matchup. Kennesaw and Selma Werner right now are on ESPN 1550 as uh, they approach late second quarter. We'll get you an update on that score as well. Over in D1, Burwell has beaten Hitchcock County 48-16, and at the half, Fullerton leads Morrill by a score of 28-6. Now you get down into the eastern half of the bracket. It was Osceola High Plains rolling Elkhorn Valley 73-12. In the first quarter, Wisner, Pilger, and Creighton are tied at 6. In the second quarter, Guardian Angels has an 8-0 lead over undefeated and second-ranked Bruning Davenport Shickley. In the East Bracket in Class D2, it was Johnson Brock 62, why not 14. Bloomfield has jumped out on Pender 24-0 in the first quarter, and Fall City Sacred Heart and Diller Odell are scoreless at the start of the second quarter. Keep it here on Power 99. We will be back and talk with the coaches Andy Seaman of Brady and Ricky Wessel of Pleasanton after this timeout. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited, and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99, getting ready for the state football playoffs to open up here tonight in Pleasanton as the Bulldogs welcome in the Eagles of Brady and head coach Andy Seaman joining us here to talk about a football team that uh, put up five wins this season, had a very important win last week against Maxwell. And coach, when you look at the preseason publications and Bob Jensen, Huskerland Prep, that has been a heck of a district that you guys have been in here the last few years with the likes of Mullen and Sandhill Stedford and your football team uh, held its own. You knew with the a good group of seniors you guys are going to have a chance just give me your thoughts now as as you finish the regular season get ready for the playoffs on how the team played this year oh uh, yeah we had a tough schedule um we've had a tough schedule for a couple of years obviously like you mentioned Mullen, Sandals, Thetford, and Med Valley um this year um 
I thought our kids did a good job. Um, I think there's only one disappointing game really that I can think of. Obviously, any of the losses are disappointing, but we uh, let the Axtell game kind of slip away, a two-point loss to them. But our kids have done a good job of rebounding from that and learning from every game and playing games as if it was 0-0. And I did want to ask you because that became interesting. Both you and Axtell lost a game because of the opponent not being able to field a football team this year. But I'm still guessing you'd rather played the football game than taken the forfeit. Yeah, absolutely. You only get so many opportunities in high school football to play games, which we always try to appreciate our kids not to take things for granted. Um, so losing that game and being able to sit at home wasn't wasn't what we wanted. So being able to NSA being able to get us a game against Axtell, it worked out. We're talking with Brady football coach Andy Seaman here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. You don't have a ton of kids, coach, but you do have a good group of seniors. In fact, most of your offensive starters are seniors, and some of these guys have played the whole way, including your quarterback, T.J. Rowe. He's a four-year starter. What was the offseason like when you had this much experience coming back? Oh, a lot easier than normal, I guess. <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't much uh, worry about kids not knowing the X's and O's and whatnot. Um, they all focus on the technique and getting the younger kids focus on technique as much. And again, the seniors have been done a good job for the past four years being good leaders. They've done a good job this summer being leaders in the weight room, um, showing the kids the hard work that is necessary to, to be a good team. You have got Tad Graz up on that line. I know he has gotten a lot of uh, accolades in the last couple of years. You've got some pretty stout boys up front on that football team. For the folks that haven't seen Brady play and are going to get their first look, as we usually do in the playoffs uh, in this game tonight against Pleasanton, tell us what you like to do offensively and then flip that and tell us what you like to do defensively. We're kind of similar with Pleasanton, to be honest. Um, we both like to uh, run more spread formations in most schools, especially in our area, dealing with Mullen and San Jose and Maxwell, everybody that runs that formation. Um, we like to spread out a little more than most. We don't we don't huddle. Um, but, but on the flip side, we spread it out to run it. Um, as you probably have noticed our stats, we prefer, we prefer to run it. We just run it from a different style than most schools. We don't run power eye. We run the ball from a spread and try to be balanced in that way. Yeah, this uh, is a, defensively, we like to bring pressure whenever we can. Yeah, just uh, piggybacking on what Coach Andy Seaman and Brady said here, only about 85 yards a game passing and closer to a 270 when they want to run the football. And then on that defensive side of the ball, and you're very balanced. I like the way that uh, you've got a couple of guys that have an identical number of catches, the way you split it with your running backs here and Noah Jurgens and Lucas Simmons. And Simmons also is a heck of a, a linebacker here for you. Yeah, um, um, we're not one of those teams where just one stud, I guess you can say, gets the ball 50 times, 40 times a game. Um, we're pretty balanced on offense. We have some kids that all have different facets of the game that they bring to the table, and we try to use their abilities the best we can. Um, again, then defensively, we uh, try to play good, sound defense um, against, obviously, most teams we're focusing on stopping the run, um, being sound in our gaps, and being good tacklers. Well, let's get your thoughts here on what you think about uh, Pleasanton, a team that uh, is just kind of outside of Brady's circle of area where you may have seen them in a variety of sports. You just don't see them that much. Same way for them. Uh, what do you see from the Bulldogs? Um, like we mentioned, they're more spread than teams we've faced all year. Um, they obviously throw the ball way more than anybody we've faced. So we're going to have to do a good job of in our pass coverage and uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. He's a really good quarterback. He's got a quick release. Um, he does a good 
job of moving in the pocket and not getting panicked. Um, so we got to do a good job of getting pressure on him, getting him to throw off his back foot, and being sound in our coverage. I also think with the weather, they may try to run the ball a little more, so we got to be prepared for that. Yeah, how does that change things? Uh, when a team does want to throw the football a little bit, uh, this is the time of the year they always talk about that the weather is the great equalizer. Do you use that in your strategy in this game? No, I'm, no, not really. Um, weather affects both of us, I guess. Obviously, we don't throw it as much as they do, but it affects everybody on the field. Like we tell our kids, it's not going to be cold just for one team. Um, Strategy-wise, I guess one thing it would affect is I possibly would expect them to try to run the ball a little more with the weather being cold. This is usually the way it is when you play a closer game or maybe you get beat. The uh, the defense is just shining a little bit better than the offense. That's kind of the case in both of these, but both of these football teams have the ability to put up 60, 70 points. Don't expect to see that here tonight, but Coach, what is the one thing maybe that, that Mullen and Sandhill Steadford did that gave you some problems that you have worked on? Um, both those games, we didn't do a very good job being efficient running the ball. Um, we didn't do a very good job getting to the second level with our blocking. You know, and when we can't run the ball, um, it makes everything else harder. Um, just like for any team, like obviously Pleasanton wants to throw the ball, and if they're forced uh, away from what they do best, it makes things more difficult. And Sandal Stafford and Mullen did a good job of making running the ball very difficult for us. And finally, Coach, the kids got back to the playoffs last year, so two years in a row. Can you tell a different feeling this week in practice and as you walk around the halls as they get ready to come on the road and, and maybe knock off Pleasanton? Yeah, last year I think we were just happy to get back in the playoffs. That was a goal. Um, it really wasn't my mindset, but I felt like it was theirs, that they were just pleased to be in the playoffs to uh, make it to that next level. Um, this year, hopefully, I feel like our kids are – I understand that making the playoffs wasn't the goal, it was in the expectation, and uh, trying to advance is the goal. Well, Coach, uh, let's try to keep them warm, let's keep them healthy, and uh, look forward to a good football game uh, here tonight. Really appreciate the time. Thank you for having us on. Thank you for the coverage. You bet. That's Andy Seaman, the head coach of the Brady Eagles, as they get ready to take on Pleasanton, and we'll chat with the head coach of the Bulldogs, Ricky Westland, right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99, getting ready for the opening round game in the D2 playoffs for the Pleasanton Bulldogs as they're taking on Brady. Head coach Ricky Westland with us. We saw a lot of Pleasanton early on this season, and they put together a three-game winning streak at the beginning, a three-game winning streak at the end. We're a little banged up in the middle. Overton and Elwood, who are also in these D2 playoffs, uh, gave you something to work on, Coach. Uh, So let's kind of pick it up from there. The last three weeks, how would you categorize the way this team has played and how they have healed up or got injured in that time? Oh, they've we've given some time. You know, 
over these last few weeks, we got a lot of guys healthy again, so that's what's nice. Um, and then also by having those guys out in the middle of the season created a lot of depth for us. So you know, we, we knew we had some depth at the beginning, but now we have depth plus playing time, so that'll be advantageous to us down here in the, uh, the playoffs. As we sit here this evening and it's really cold and brisk and the snow has been kind of removed from the field, uh, folks are going to want to know if you're throwing for 2,000 yards as uh, he has done so far this year in Jackson. Uh, can you continue to move the football through the air on a night like this? Well, I'm going to say yes, and he'll say yes. It's just, uh, you know, we do those receiving drills every day in the cold, um, and the kids are doing great. It's, you know, they're just like it's becoming second nature to them because here we are, you know, about the 12th week of practice or plus all the summer activity we've did or done with those drills. Those kids are doing a great job catching the ball. And we're trying to make them, trying to brainwash them a little bit because, you know, tomorrow's supposed to be a high of 45. And come February, if we get a 45-degree day, we're going to be outside in T-shirts. Yeah. So... It's all uh, you know, relevant to what time of year it is, I guess. Let me get the big picture from you, Ricky. We talked, as we said numerous times at the beginning of the year, you're sitting here at 6-2. and two. You had a one-point loss. You had a real nice win over Kennesaw. I think at the beginning of the year, a Bulldog fan would have said, yeah, well, we'll take that right now. How would you say, now that you get ready for the playoffs, that you look back at this regular season, your thoughts on, on the way the team played? I think the kids have just rallied together. I mean, just it feels like a family brothers out there they uh they care about each other and one great thing like i've said before this year you know they're definitely a team uh there's not one kid you know they'll they'll sacrifice if i gotta go play this position to help my teammates out that's what i'll do and that's the feeling you get from them during the practice you know during the week during the game somebody goes down next man up they want to do whatever they can do for the team ricky wesson is with us here where have you seen the most development on this football team oh I would say just mentally, uh, like I just got done touching on how they care about each other. I stopped practice the other day. I have two seniors that are helping out on scout team. Now, that's a lot of pride to be down there with some freshmen and sophomores, but these two seniors that are out there every day, they don't say a peep about, I want more playing time or this or that. They are happy to be there to help out their their fellow classmates. It might be seniors on the other side of the ball for offense if we're doing varsity or defense or whatever. But they don't care. They just want to help their team. Um, that's the, I mean, that's probably the crown jewel of the year. I mean, we're gonna. You can have a 500 year. You can have a losing season. You have a winning season. But to see those kids, the young men that they are, sacrifice that for their teammates and not be focused on what they get out of it, but what their team gets out of it. That's that speaks volumes, and that's what I'm probably the most proud of. Pleasant and Coach Ricky Westland with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as they get ready to kick it off here with Brady. That line has uh, changed what you've done with some of the guys moving them around, and probably not your biggest guys are on the line, a little bit bigger on the other side here against Brady. Talk about the way your line has played throughout the season and handled teams that are a little bit bigger. Uh, it's just technique. Uh, we try to tell them, how do you play guys, and they always answer back low and fast. And so by nature, the gifts that we're given to them being shorter and smaller, they're already lower. So that's all we need to do is just you know, get down on their waist, get in their gut, and drive them out of there. Uh, kind of give them confidence that way, where they know on the roster if they look for height and weight, you know, they're kind of outsized, but they know by technique, and if they play low, they're going to do just fine. 
Well, let's take a look at this Brady team. Uh, as you said, you're just starting to get to know them again because you played them in basketball, so you might know a few of these athletes. But uh, there's not a whole lot of crossover knowledge. You do know the coach, uh, Seaman. But they got a four-year starting quarterback in T.J. Rowe. They may not have a lot of kids on the roster, but a lot of these guys are seniors, and uh, they're going to really want this. So what can you tell us about your report on Brady? Well, Brady, obviously, like you said, Andy, he's a great coach. He knows what he's doing over there, and he's got his troops rallied together, too. Um, yes, T.J. Rowe, he is their, uh, he's what makes him go over there. He's a great quarterback. He can throw the ball well, and he's really quick on his feet. And the boys inside, I mean, they're, they're some big boys. I think Thomas Most, 6'3", 215 in there in the interior. And he's got two guys that look like cookie-cutter shapes right next to him, uh, Tad Grass. And I believe the other one is uh, Caden uh, Daddy or Daddy, however you want to say his last name. But those guys are monsters inside. So we're going to have to get off the ball quick, stay low, and that's how we're going to have to win the trenches. Obviously, uh, Tice usually has the advantage out there at 6'4", but Logan Porter is probably going to be one-on-one, man-for-man in this situation. Do you see some of their passing game at all, something that you guys do so you can work on it in practice? Yeah, we do. We stay, uh, They like to send those boys out deep, and we're going to have some mismatches, but um, we have probably our smallest DB, uh, Seth Eckel, is a very explosive player. He, you would look at him and you'd think he'd never be able to touch the rim, but he can go out and ha- jump up and hang on the rim. I think he's about five six, five seven, but very explosive. So he's he can play with anybody, any height. He can go up there and probably jump just as high as those guys. He'll have the foot speed to stick with him for sure. So it's nice to have that. The other cornerback out there, safety, will be Brady Klein. Uh, he's a big kid. He'll be able to hang in there with him. He's six. He goes six three, and he'll be able to match him with height. Last minute here with Ricky Westland, uh, head football coach at uh, Pleasanton. Special teams are always a, a key when the weather might be a little bit off. Anything that you have done special the last week, uh, considering special teams, punting, kicking off, returning, snapping, anything like that? Yeah, we always look for uh, you know advantages in that part of the game. Uh, kickoffs, things like that, you're kind of at the discretion of where the ball lands. You know, Sometimes they roll to a, an up back to pick it up. Sometimes it goes perfectly to your guy for a good kick return, but I think last week's game we didn't have one kickoff hit or kick return guy. Just, you know, the disparity wherever that ball wants to go, it goes sometimes. But uh, like on the punt game, when you can control, you know what their formation is, you know their how long it takes to punt, where they punt from. Uh, we'll probably pin our ears back and go. And when I mentioned earlier, we have some of those kids that are scout team champions. You know, there are seniors out there, and they're working hard. We found some places for us or for them on our special forces, and it's just fun to see them on the sidelines. You all say, hey, guys, it's third and long, get ready, and they get all jacked up over there <laughs> getting their buddies ready to go, so they take the field because that's their pride and joy. So I love it when that punt block team works because those guys have paid their dues, they worked hard, and that's just a, a great thing to give them as a special forces unit to go out there. Well, let's wrap it up. I know it's always one game at a time, so I, I throw that out. But considering it's been a while since Pleasanton's been a favorite in a playoff game, at least by the seed, uh, you guys uh, probably have a, a smile on your face. You've already beaten Kennesaw. We know the bad injury that happened to Wyatt Hanson over there. That's a possibility in the next round. Not a lot of people are giving love to the number one seed, Garden County. Some of the higher seeds are teams that you've already played, either close or beaten. Uh, what's the feeling here as a big picture for your Bulldogs? Well, the other day in our meeting, we put one goal up on the, the marker board. It was win your first playoff game. Uh, these kids, uh, we haven't won a game in eight years in the first round, so that's our goal. That's all we're thinking about right now. And, you know, the kids, I'm sure they're speculating who they might play, how that game might go in that 
and whatnot. But we just have to stay focused on winning the first-round game and nothing else. Nothing else matters to us right now. We've got to go out and win. All right, Coach. Well, hopefully we can chat again for uh, round two next week. And good luck against Brady tonight. Always appreciate the time. Thank you, Doug. That is Ricky Whistlin, the head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. And we'll be back and take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's game between Pleasanton and Brady in the D2 State Playoffs right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Time now for the starting lineups from Pleasanton as the Bulldogs welcome in the Brady Eagles. Our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Your offensive lineman up front for the Brady Eagles, number 34, 6'3", 215-pound senior, Thomas Most. Number 44, 5'10", 210-pound senior, Ted Gross. And number 84, 6'1", 215-pound sophomore, Caden Dady. The tight ends are number 3, 6'4", 165-pound senior, Logan Porter. And number 88, 6'1", 190-pound senior, Coy Golter. In the backfield, and they split these up pretty good. At fullback, number 36, 5'8", 195-pound senior, Lucas Simmons. And I back, number 24, 5'10", 175-pound senior in Noah Jurgens. He'll wear number 24. And the quarterback is number 6, 5'11", 180-pound senior, T.J. Rowe. The head coach of the Brady Eagles is Andy Seaman, assisted by Chris Blecka and Bobby Cahill. They come in tonight with a record of 5-3 and three on the season. The teams that have uh, defeated Brady so far this year include Axtell by just one point, Mullen, and Sandhill Stedford wins over Paxton, Leighton Banner County, Juanita Palisade, Medicine Valley, and Maxwell. And none of those five teams had a winning record at the end of the regular season. For the Pleasanton Bulldogs, their center is number 11, 5'6", 164-pound sophomore Chase Pulowski. The guards are number 31, 5'10", 162-pound junior Broderick Pates. And number 32, 5'10", 212-pound senior Connor Hand. At the wide receiver, number four, five eight, hundred and fifty pounds, senior Seth Eckel. The ends are number eight, six four, two hundred and twelve pound, junior Tice Westland, and number ten, five ten, hundred and sixty five pound, freshman Trevin Went. The running back is number twenty one, six two, hundred and seventy seven pound, senior Kessler Dixon, and the quarterback for the Bulldogs, number thirty five, five eleven, one hundred ninety eight pound, senior Jackson Keyshaw, who just went over the two thousand yard mark 
in last week's contest. The head coach for the Pleasanton Bulldogs is Ricky Wesland, assisted by Casey Loomis, Jordan Arnsdorf, Kyle Giffen, Luke Kuchera, Brent Davis, and Zach Schmidt. Pleasanton 6-2 and two on the season. After beating Anthony Litchfield, Axtell, and Kennesaw, they lost back-to-back games by Overton and then a one-pointer to Elwood before beating Loomis and Selma Myrna and last week outscoring Bertrand. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Curry, here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Pleasanton, the key injury here is to Cotter Klein, the sophomore lineman, 6'3", 224-pounder, broke his leg late in the Anselmo Myrna game in Week 7. So he is out for Pleasanton. Also, you've got uh, Tice Westland that's been a little banged up down the stretch, and Trevin Went, who got knocked out of the game uh, way back uh, at the beginning of the season. He had a couple of really nice games and then got knocked out of the contest there against uh, Kennesaw and missed most of the rest of the regular season, but is in back and ready to go. And that's our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Some other scores. Overton has just taken the lead over Chambers Wheeler's Central Ewing midway through the fourth quarter, 16-14. to Elwood is now pulling away from Maxwell, 32-13 in the second quarter. Kennesaw, 30, and Selma Myrna, 8, second quarter on ESPN, 15-50. Earlier today, Garden County beat Blue Hill, 52-6. It is Lawrence Nelson, 48, Allen, 24 in the fourth quarter of play. Uh, taking a look at what's going on in D1, Alma, has taken a 12-6 lead over Arcadia Loop City on the breeze, 94.5 in the first quarter. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark of Hogemeyer Hybrids. We'll kick it off next. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, chutes, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PearsonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. 
Glad to have you along with us here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com getting ready for the start of this evening's high school football game between the Brady Eagles and the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Again, uh, we will keep you up to date on other scores from around the state playoffs tonight uh, as well. So hopefully uh, you're somewhere warm on this Halloween. We're going to be trick-or-treating. They were doing that here in the uh, parking lot, actually, out in the uh, Behind the press box here, got the idea. Why not? Just set something out here, and we'll uh, we'll take care of the youngsters. So Pleasanton is going to kick the ball away first. They will move from north to south, while Brady will move from south to north. There is no wind to speak of here. It is less than five mile an hour, and uh, we are waiting for him to put the ball on the tee and get this football game underway. Grady Chandler. Does the kicking here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. And you've got some dynamic speed back there for Brady. And as, he, as you know, it's one of those things that uh, they're going to be doing a lot of misdirection. As somebody said, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors on offense for the Eagles. We're ready to go. The kick is away. It will be returnable. Taken at the five-yard line. Dropped there. And trying to find somewhere is Blake Lusk. He'll go to the right side, break a tackle at the 10, down the sideline, 15, and get upended at about the 18-yard line. And that's where Brady will start. Of course, they've got the brand-new scoreboard here. It's something that is new, and they're looking to add a few other things. It's a little rough on the football field, though, here tonight. As they said, they don't have a practice field, so they use it a lot. It's chopped up a little bit. Our field conditions brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. So first down and 10 at the 18-yard line. They'll spread it out, but run out of that spread quite a bit with T.J. Rowe. He's the lone man in the backfield, double wing, double wideout. Checking with the sideline now, and again, there's just not many more subs over there. About 17 guys suited here. Taking a long time to snap this, and finally they do hand it to the wing back from right to left and around the corner is Nora Jurgens. He'll get across the 25 and out to the 28-yard line. He's going to be very close to a first down here on the first play of the football game. Usually you ring that one, that wing tee or the double wing. No, that's not a first down. They started to move the chains. It is second down. That is not a first down. The ball was marked at the 18. It's now at the 27. They should not have moved the chains there. So first down, that's what they're going to say on the old nine-yard run by Jurgens. So first down and 10. Rowe going to throw here, looking to go deep down the middle of the field, and he had his man, but overshot Logan Porter, and it'll be incomplete. So second down and 10 here. Good arm there on Rowe, and as you heard, this is a four-year starter. He's got the poise. And he actually leads this team in rushing. Key for Pleasanton, don't bite on all the fakes. Take your man, and I know that's fundamental coaching in football, and you hear that coach speak a lot, but that's exactly what uh, Brady tries to have happen. They try to make you be a little undisciplined, have your eyes looking in the wrong direction. Second and 10 at their own 27-yard line. They'll go bunch to the right side now. There's trips and a little bubble, and Rowe's going to run it that way, looking for some blockers. He gets to the corner, 30, 35. He's down the sideline, 40, 35, and gets inside the 30-yard line before he's brought down at the 29-yard line. That's a 24-yard run for T.J. Rowe, and a first down here for Brady. Move the chains again, and Rowe showing some speed around the corner, and key job there by all of those guys to make their block out on the edge without putting the hands out and getting the hold. 
Opening minute of this football game, every snap has been a different formation. Offset eye. They'll hand it off to Jurgens. Bounces off right guard, tries to go to the outside, jumps over a man as he gets inside the 30, and he is picked up and driven out of bounds at the 28-yard line. So that'll be a gain of a short amount of yards here. They're going to say two on his second carry of the ball game. Second down, calling about seven yards to go. Ball marked at the 28. Opening series of this football game. Jurgens will split out wide to the right. And this time they'll put Rowe under center. So again, every play has been different in a formation. Jurgens in motion from right to left. Jet sweep. They fake it. Quarterback draw around the right side. Rowe makes one man miss two. And then Westland comes in and finishes it off. Great job in there to slow row up, and Westland was able to come in as one of the two leading tacklers on this football team and drop row after a gain of one on the play. So it'll be third down and seven yards to go here. Brady, of course, they're in that two-down territory, probably too close to punt, so they don't have to get it here on third down. Don't be surprised to keep it on the ground. But they do take quite a bit of time off that clock, getting the play out here. But when you don't huddle, you just all look at your wristband and trust what you've got. Porter will split out wide to the right here. And again, four wideouts. Twins right, twins left. Let's see if Pleasanton brings some pressure on row. Third and seven at the 28. Motion, Jurgens. Option to the left side. The pitch hits the ground. Jurgens picks it up on the bounce. Is able to get back to the original line of scrimmage where he's driven out of bounds by a host of red and white over here. In on the tackle was Seth Eckel and Kessler Dixon. No gain, and it's going to be fourth down and seven. So they brought a little pressure on the Pleasanton side, and they really made Rowe pitch the ball when he didn't want to, and he sent it out in front there at Jurgens. So fourth down and seven for Brady at the Pleasanton 28-yard line here on the opening drive of the ball game. A big run by T.J. Rowe of 24 yards set him up with good field position. Ball on the near hash towards the Pleasanton sideline. Twins each way. Porter wide to the right side. To the left is Golter. Back to pass. Going down the middle of the field for the end zone, but overshooting Jurgens at the six-yard line. And both passes that Rowe has thrown have been right down the middle of the football field, but well over his intended target. So four downs and out. A couple of first downs on that drive, and now Pleasanton will get their first crack. And as we flat-out asked head coach Ricky Westland, you're a throwing football team, and over the 20-plus years that he's coached here, he's had run heavy, he's had pass heavy, but on nights like this, can you get the job done? Well, the wind's not blowing, and we've had some worse actual conditions here throughout the year, so I think they're going to be okay. Twins to the right, and they will send in motion, fake the jet sweep, quarterback keeper here. Dixon has room, 30-35. He jukes himself to the ground as he falls just right at that first down marker. It'll be Porter over there on the coverage. And as he was trying to juke, he just lost his balance. The ball falls at the 37-yard line. It's going to be a gain of eight. So it'll be second down and two. Something you just don't see a whole lot is Jackson Keyshaw on the quarterback design keep. He can run the football. He's got over 300 yards this year. Second down and two. Scoreless here in the opening Minutes of the first quarter. Hand off to Dixon. Dixon will bring it to midfield, then he'll fall forward for a couple more to the 38-yard line. Excuse me, that's Pates. Pates was in there as the running back, not Dixon. And he's able to pick up a good chunk of yardage here and move the chains for a first down. Going to be a gain of five. 
Pates will play on the line. Pates will play in the backfield. You don't see that too often, but in eight-man football, it happens. Ricky Westland says he's running back slash guard. 8-15 in a scoreless first quarter. Dixon, after a couple of runs here, now let's see if they go to the air. Pates is still in the backfield. They give it to him again off left guard. He'll make it to the 35, keep the legs changing, turning to the 33-yard line. And the tackle made by Dady. And a gain of about five on the play, maybe six. That's a good, strong run by Pates off left end. And they will mark him down at the 34. So a gain of five. And it'll be second down and five yards to go. Scoreless here. First quarter, 745 and rolling. Don't forget on... The Breeze 94.5, Arcadia Loop City is currently playing Alma, Elm Creek, and Palmer on ESPN 1460, Kennesaw and Sumo on ESPN 1550. Empty backfield, Dixon throws a screen pass out of the left flat, and it's going to be complete there to Kessler Dixon. He breaks a tackle at the 25, still on his feet, 20. He'll get to the 15 before he is gang-tackled right there, and a gain of 19 on the play with the first completed screen pass of this football game. So now Pleasanton has made it down to the red zone on a safe pass there from Keyshaw to Kessler Dixon. Checking out of the game will be Eckel and Went. Coming in here will be Brady Klein. And they're going to go to that run-heavy package. They will put him under center and go to a very tight eye formation. First and 10 at the 15. They hand it off the left side for Dixon. And Dixon is stood up and driven backwards after a gain of maybe a half yard. Brady's saying that they stripped the ball loose, but after the play... And you basically have the same guys on both sides of the ball here for Brady. As we said, you can hardly see their whole team is standing within about four yards of each other by the coaches. A gain of one on the play on Dixon's first run of the playoffs. Back in the tight eye formation. They'll hand it to him again off left side. This time it's going to be Pates, and he'll work his way down to the 10-yard line. A gain of four. It'll be third down and five. And So something that Pleasanton hasn't really hung their hat on is running the football, and that has been what they're doing on this first drive as they've already ran the ball five times and one little safe screen pass that was actually the biggest play, a 19-yarder. So third down and five for Pleasanton at the Brady 10-yard line after stopping Brady at the 28 on fourth down. So they've moved the ball into this position. Can they finish off the drive? Back to pass, Dixon looks right. Or Keyshaw, excuse me, the ball's bobbled, and then it's tipped off of a Brady defender and incomplete. Tried to get it to Trevin Went. The freshman was at the four-yard line, but it bounces off his hands and incomplete. And now a fourth-down conversion attempt for Pleasanton. Can Brady do the same thing and answer the call here? And running over to the sideline here is going to be Jackson Keyshaw running out on the field, T.J. Bailey. Also coming out is Brady Klein. 5.47 remaining in quarter number one. We're scoreless and ready to go forward on fourth and five at the 10. They'll put Keyshaw under center. And a hard count. There's some movement, but they didn't jump. Pitch play left side. Getting inside the 8, the 7, but not enough for the first down is Kessler Dixon. And Brady is able to come up with the stop. So each team stopped on fourth down after a gain of just a couple. They tried to draw them off sides. It didn't work. Ran pitch play left side. And both times that they ran that, Brady was strong. 
on the right side of the defense and came away with the stop. So the ball will be marked at the 8-yard line, and Brady will get their second opportunity here with 5.42 remaining in the opening quarter. State football playoffs brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. On first down and 10, here comes Brady with Rowe, the quarterback, Empty backfield out of the pistol. Always sending someone in motion. This time, Jurgens gets it to him on the jet sweep. Stiff arms at the 5, at the 6, and then he gets drugged down by the back of his jersey at the 7-yard line. And on the tackle was Brady Klein. Going to be a loss of a yard on the play. And it'll be 2nd down and 11. You're going to see a lot of this motion. You're going to see a lot of trying to find the man-on-man advantage here for this offense of Brady. We'll keep you up to date on the scoreboard. Man to man out on the edge here. Tice Westland playing man coverage. They've got some tall receivers here for Brady as well. And Rowe, direct snap out of the quarterback slot, just takes off over right in and gets out to the 10 yard line. So he'll pick up three. And that'll bring up third down and eight. Moving along in the first quarter. Don't forget, we will have Pleasanton volleyball coming up Saturday. As we bring you the action against Sutherland from Gothenburg, that's at 4 o'clock. That'll be on ESPN 1460. We'll have the Kearney Catholic Broken Bow Volleyball match at 4 o'clock from Kozad here on Power 99. We'll talk more about that coming up at the half. Third down and eight at the 10. Rowe drops back. He has pressure. He steps up. He's hit, and he's dropped inside the three-yard line. Coming through unblocked was Chase Pulowski off the right defensive end, and there was nowhere for Rowe to go. A loss of seven on the play. First sack of the ball game, and we are looking now at our first punt of the contest. So the Eagles standing in their own end zone. Pleasanton should get great Yardage, and the ball's dropped, and they're going to have trouble. Has to run it out of the end zone. Up to the 5, and shoved out of bounds at around the 10-yard line, and there's part of the weather. And big break number 1 goes to Pleasanton as the punt snap in the end zone was dropped. Tried to pick it up, couldn't, and on that second attempt, he knew that he had to go to the right side and bring it up for a 7-yard gain. Problem was, it was 4th at about 18. So a gain of 7. And it's first down and goal for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They'll mark the ball just inside the nine-yard line. Twins to the right side. And Keyshaw wants to throw over the middle. The ball is caught at the three and dropped backwards to the four-yard line is Wesselin. Porter in on the tackle. They'll give him the three, and that's a gain of six. Second down and goal at the three-yard line. Three and a half and counting here in the scoreless first quarter. The 7-10 matchup between the Pleasanton Bulldogs and the Brady Eagles here on KKPR-FM, Carney Pleasanton Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Quarterback Jackson Keyshaw out of the pistol. They'll send him in in motion from right to left and then hand it off to the fullback, Pates. Pates is going to be brought down just short of the goal line, a gain of two to the one. So Broderick Pates already has carried the ball four times. And let's see how quickly they want to break the huddle here and get this play going with Trevin Went lined up in the backfield last time. Now they'll put him out wide to the right. And even though they're only a yard away, they are not going to go under center. So Jackson Keyshaw out of the pistol. They'll send Went in motion. Fake the jet sweep. Quarterback draw. Touchdown, Pleasanton. 
Jackson Keyshaw from one yard out has the first touchdown of the 2019 high school playoffs for Pleasanton. And that puts him up six to nothing here. Our five points bank touchdown, a one yard quarterback draw by Keyshaw. 2.41 to go, first quarter. Six to nothing in favor of the Bulldogs. Now the extra point attempt coming up. They are going to go for two, as you see so often from the eight-man. Again, empty backfield. Twins right and left. Keyshaw takes the snap, wants to throw, lobs it into the end zone, and it is complete for the two-point conversion. The Seth Eckel by the front left pylon, and your score is Pleasanton 8 and Brady nothing. You're listening to the State Football Playoffs on Power 99. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. And Pleasanton ready to kick it away for the second time here in our football game after the Keyshaw touchdown run. High, shorter kick again, taken at the five-yard line. Up the field to the 10, trying to juke to the 15 and getting squared up right there is going to be Lusk again. Good tackle by the Pleasanton Bulldogs. So good job there by the Bulldogs, and it'll be Pleasanton ball, first and 10. They're going to say at the 17-yard line. Brady. Third drive already of the football game. Opening drive, they got it down to the 28-yard line, but were stopped on fourth down. 0 of 2 through the air, but I can see that Brady is going to get some points or some yards uh, today through the air. You can just tell that Rowe's good enough quarterback, and he's got some speed out of the slot position. Jurgens in motion. The ball snapped, and we've got penalty flags, and luckily because it looked like the center snapped it off either his foot or somebody kicked it. And this is going to be a five-yard illegal procedure penalty. First one of the ball game on Brady. So that'll back him up to their 12. And it'll be first down and 15. Tomorrow, high school football here on Power 99. Kearney High and Elkhorn South. At 7, we will have Centennial, the defending C2 champion, at Donovan Trouble on the breeze, 94.5. We'll also have Kearney Catholic Wayne, 5 o'clock on ESPN 1460. And on first and 15, motion again from left to right. Back to pass, looking for a screen over on the short side, and it will wide open his Jurgens, and he's got room. 20, 25, good block on the edge, 30, cut back, 35. He's still on his feet, midfield, and into Pleasanton territory before he's brought down by Wesleyan. Jurgens brings it all the way to the 33-yard line. What a beautiful little backside screen that they had set up there. So again of 35 on the first completed pass of the ball game. And this is what you're going to see a lot of from this Brady ball club 
Great job. That took a while to set up as well for the Eagles because the screen, he didn't throw it to the uh, back out of the backfield. You threw it to the slot receiver to the right side who crossed from right to left. Now Jurgens in the backfield. Slot right is going to be Simmons, and they'll hand it off Jurgens, and there's nothing there off the left side coming through. Doing the flex after a one-yard gain is going to be Keyshaw. Also off the bottom of the pile there is going to be Connor Hand. A gain of one that time for Noah Jurgens. Five carries, 11 yards here in the first quarter. It's 8 to nothing, Pleasanton as we are down to a minute 30 to go here in the first quarter. Pleasanton subbing in a variety of players trying to get the right package. Split out wide to the right, Logan Porter. Slot right is Simmons. Left is Golter. Haven't looked at him yet. And they will send in motion Simmons. Roll option to the right side. Rowe tucks it up to keep it, and he is just barely going to get past the line of scrimmage. And he's upended there by the Bulldogs' Kessler Dixon. It'll be gain of one yard, we'll call it, generously. Third down and eight for T.J. Rowe. Five carries and 22 yards here in the football game. As we check the clock, they still have to run a play here or maybe more in this First quarter of play, 8 to nothing, under 50 seconds now, with the ball at the Pleasanton 31. Third down and 8 here for Brady. Out of the shotgun with Jurgens in the backfield. Rowe takes the snap, drops the snap, under pressure, picks it up, throws right side, and it's incomplete. Trying to get it to his big end, Logan Porter again. He's 6'4", Westland's going to be on him most of the night. Both of them are 6'4", both of them have a little bit of speed, so it's an interesting matchup at this level. Usually every Friday night, or in this case Thursday, you don't have somebody that can go one-on-one at 6-4. But good job there by Rowe after the dropped snap to find out what was going on. And Brady has decided to use a timeout. There must have been just a little bit more than 40 seconds on the play clock or on the game clock, because otherwise they could have let the quarter run out. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 32 seconds to go in the first quarter. It is Pleasanton 8, Brady nothing, and Brady faces a fourth and eight at the Pleasanton 31 when we come back. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. And welcome back to high school football playoff action. Let's try and take a look at some other scores for you. Second quarter, Alma is leading at Arcadia Loop City 26-20. Sutherland leading North Central 32-16 in the fourth quarter. Fullerton over Morrill in the fourth quarter, 42-6. We'll get to a few more here in a moment. But right now, back to action out of the Brady timeout. The Eagles... For the second time, going forward on fourth down in Pleasanton territory. Didn't work last time. It's fourth down and eight. T.J. Rowe, long count, takes the snap, sets in the pocket, has time, throws for the end zone, and a great one-handed catch at the five, down to the two-yard line. Unbelievable snag by Lucas Simmons. Oh, my. What a beautiful, beautiful pass and a beautiful, beautiful catch, and they'll mark him down. It looks like at about the three-yard line, a gain of 28. I'll tell you what, 
Don't say this very often, but that's one of those that could show up on the old, you got mossed, baby. That was that great of a catch. Right down the middle, that seems to be when they want to go deep, they take it down the seam. Rowe again put a little too much mustard on it, but what an incredible catch by Simmons, and now Rowe will come up under center. First and goal at the three. Looking for the equalizer here is Brady, but before they can snap it, the quarter comes to an end. It's pleasant and eight. Brady nothing, but Brady has it first and goal at the three when the second quarter comes your way here on Power 99 in a minute. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. With our producer-engineer, Nick Grimes, I'm Doug Duda, back with you here at Pleasanton. A big thank you to Athletic Director Casey Loomis and the crew for their hospitality. As we are ready to start the second quarter, 8-0 Pleasanton, but it's first and goal at the three for Brady. Rowe under center, sets him down quick, drops the ball. He's trying to get forward, but he never got back on the ball. It's loose under that pile. Brady acting like they recovered it, but they did not. Pleasanton came away with it. The Bulldogs come off the bottom of the pile with the football. It looks like it might have been Chase Pulowski to cover it there for Pleasanton. They tried to hustle up to the line, quick snap it, and go with a quarterback sneak. And Rowe just simply never got the football. And that is a killer. As they were at the Pleasanton three-yard line, ready to go in. The ball actually now going to be marked on the two. So Pulowski jumps on it. That's who we're crediting. At the Pleasanton 2, they're up 8 to nothing, and now they get their offense back under center. Jackson Keyshaw turns, hands it off right side, looking for some room as Kessler, Dixon, and Dixon is stood up. Brady's doing a great job on anything in the middle of the football field, and Dixon now with three carries, and after a gain of one yard there, he has four yards. Uh, Pates has 17, Keyshaw has nine, and uh, Keyshaw has completed two passes for 25 yards. Pleasanton scored on just a 10-yard drive. Brady dropped the punt snap in the end zone, had to run out of there, got to the 10. But uh, they were able to get in in just a couple, three plays. Second down and nine at their own three. Counter, a little cross buck, but before we can get the play going, it looks like we're going to have a flag. And it looks like the official is going to call offsides on Brady. Usually that's not a blow the play dead, but it was egregious enough that they did, and that'll be the second penalty of the ball game here. On the Eagles, Pleasanton's card was clean in the first quarter. So a second down and about four and a half now as they'll move the ball out to around the eight-yard line. This time they will put Keyshaw in the pistol with three wideouts, two to the right, and they'll dump it off in the backfield here for... 
Braden Roderick Pates on a screen pass. He will dance a little bit and get the first down. Trying to make a big play out of it was brought down at the 12-yard line. That's going to be good enough for the first down. Only needed four, and they got about four and a half on the play. So a couple of short underneath passes here have worked for the Bulldogs. Leading it eight to nothing, ten and a half to go in quarter number two, just recovering a fumble at their own two. Fresh set of downs here on first down. Keyshaw drops back in the pocket, has to scramble, and he got tripped up back at the five-yard line just when the middle of the football field opened up. He took off, and reaching out his big paw and bringing him down was Coy Golter. And a big loss on the play, back to the five. That's going to be a loss of seven for Keyshaw. First sack of the ball game for the Brady defense. Second down, 17 yards to go. Six and two, Pleasanton, five and three, Brady. The winner with Kennesaw up on Anselmo Myrna will get Kennesaw. On Wednesday night, empty backfield. Keyshaw back into his own end zone. Over the middle, Eccles wide open, 10-15, and he's going to get out to the 20-yard line, which is short of the first down, but a big, big chunk of yardage gained there, and the tackle is made by Porter. So a gain of 15 on the play, and it'll be third down and two. So both teams have liked the short pass, some screen passes out there, and they've been working for the most part. Now can Pleasanton convert here already with... One first down on this drive. Unofficially, I have each team with four in the football game. Third and a long, long two. Again, empty backfield. They'll stack the receivers' twins both ways. They want to throw. Keyshaw throws it out here in the flat, complete to Eckley. He's got the first down, breaks a tackle at the 25, and then thrown down hard across the 30 by Simmons at the 33-yard line. That ends up being a 13-yard gain, about 12 of that after the catch. So a good hard run after the catch, but boy, Simmons planted him, and I'm going to tell you what, went out on the field before the game. It is, it is hunkered up. Uh, it has been chewed up, but of course with the snow yesterday, it's not completely dry, and as this game moves on tonight, I'm really surprised if we don't see a few more uh, nicks and bruises and slips and balls being dropped out there. First out and 10 for Pleasanton. Across their 30 at the 32-yard line. Again, twins right and left. Ball on the near hash toward the Pleasanton sideline. Keyshaw, long count, takes the snap. Under pressure, throws over the middle for Eckel. It's knocked away. Good play by Jurgens. Might have almost jammed his finger, though. He's kind of wringing his hand. Good defense by Jurgens of Brady. Second incompletion of the night for Jackson Keyshaw. Again, plenty of sports action going on. 11 and 6 man on Fridays, and then we play the old six day break here in eight man. So tonight, Thursday, then we go to Wednesday, then we go to Tuesday, and then the semifinals are on a Monday before we get down to Lincoln. Second down and 10. Eckle in the backfield. Quick little screen pass out here in the right flat is complete at the 35 across midfield and into Brady territory is the freshman Trevin Went, and it looks like he's got enough for the first down, but there is a penalty flag and it's coming back. Jackson Keyshaw looking at the sideline, saying we're in trouble. A block in the back, and that's going to be a 10 yard penalty, and the line of scrimmage is where the flag is setting. So Going to bring up second down and 20. Bulldogs up 8 to nothing. 
They have a lot of offensive weapons, and you could have seen this being a high-scoring game, but so far not. Each team got stopped on fourth down to start the football game, and then Brady was going to have to punt the football out of their own end zone, dropped it, ran it out to the 10. It was not enough for a first down, obviously. Pleasanton scored, and then Brady drove down to the three and fumbled it. That's why Pleasanton has the ball right now. Again, over the middle. This one's complete at the 30, and Westland is going to lean forward, and let's see if he got it or not. Doesn't look like it. A gain of nine. And, of course, they had 20 yards to go, so it's third and 11. But they got about half of it and makes it a little bit more manageable here on third down. But obviously they need to pick it up in their own territory at the 32-yard line. So third down and 11, empty backfield again. Twins left and right. You have got Dixon wide to the left here. Room over here, that's where they're looking underneath. They throw it to Dixon. He's got to break a tackle. He does, and he's down the sidelines, 35-30. One man to beat, 25. And he'll be brought out of bounds inside the 20 by Jurgens. That is a gain of 28 on the play. 28, and again, just a short little pass. Man-on-man coverage. And a drive that started at the Pleasanton 2 has now moved down to the 20-yard line of Brady with the Bulldogs up by a score of 8 to nothing, 7.24 remaining here in the second quarter. High school football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Here's a swing pass out to the right side. Went has it. Oh, they got him by the face mask, but that didn't bring him down, and there are the flags. It took a while for him to come down. Uh, he'll be at the 15-yard line, but the immediate point of contact, that'll be a personal foul face mask. It ripped Went's head around. So he gets down to the 15, maybe the 14. By the time they mark off the penalty, he'll get to the 7 and a first down, although the officials are talking a little longer than you would have figured. But that is indeed the case, the face mask penalty. So a gain of 5 on the pass. And then the penalty yardage for the face mask, we will say, is 7 yards. And that should be enough for a Bulldog first down. First and goal, ball at the seven-yard line of Brady. Brady's making the Bulldogs work for it, but they're trying to march 78 yards here for their second touchdown of the ball game. First drive that they had to score on was only 10. This is a whole lot different. Substitution here for Pleasanton. Seth Eckel runs out, and Pates runs in. So Pleasanton a little late, breaking the huddle. They sprint up to the football. They may want to call a timeout here. Broderick Pates in the backfield. Man in motion went. Jet sweep fake. They give it to Pates off the left side. He'll drag a couple of guys with him, but just get it to the six-yard line. It's a short gain on the play. Maybe a yard and a half. It'll be second down and goal. So now more of a 50-50 through the pass and through the run, but early on it was a lot of run-heavy offense tonight for the Bulldogs. Went will split out wide to the right. Westland is in the slot right. Back in the backfield is Pates. Nobody to the left, and they will send Went in motion again. Fake the jet sweep. Pitch it out here. The ball was a little bit behind Pates. He's able to get it. Or Dix. And uh, he is going to get to about the five. The ball was pitched just a little bit behind him, so he lost all of his momentum. He gets to the five. It'll be second down, third down, and goal for the Bulldogs. So they scored on third and goal last time, but it was from the one. Now they've got a little work to do. Still 8 to nothing. 
This game moving right along here. We are down to 6-10 remaining before halftime. Again, went wide right. They will actually put Dixon out to the left side and want to throw. Scrambling, Keyshaw throws underneath, and the ball is knocked away. Porter was over there. They tried to get it on a little drag route to Kessler Dixon, and now it is fourth down and goal. So Brady again has an opportunity to do something, and they're not going to waste any time. Pleasanton is going to call their first time out of the ball game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, specializing in you. It is eight nothing Pleasanton. They've got it fourth and goal at the five when we return. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you exciting high school sports throughout the season. And pretty cool time now for Pleasanton, the football team, trying to make a run in the playoffs. They got a nice draw and an opportunity to do that. And the volleyball team is the number one seed in D1, and they'll play Sutherland in Gothenburg at 4 o'clock Saturday. We'll have it for you on ESPN 1460. But right now, Pleasanton has it, fourth and goal at the five in the backfield is Pates, along with Keyshaw, taking the shotgun snap, rolls to his right, throws a fade for Westland, and Westland has got it in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Pleasanton. 14 to nothing on a five-yard fade, and Westland up there at 6-4, got his defensive back turned around over there, and Rowe couldn't locate the football to knock it down. So a fourth down conversion, and Keyshaw has now run for one, and has thrown for one. Another five points bank touchdown. And this time, they will kick the extra point with Grady Chandler, or at least line up to kick it. Snap, ball down. Here comes some pressure, but he boots that baby straight through. And the extra point is good. So with 5.54 remaining in the first half of play in this D2 opening round state playoff game, it's Pleasanton 15 and Brady nothing. Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigo's new quesadilla snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigo's ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at Amigo's. Limited time only. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. 
And we are ready to kick it off again here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs after taking the 15 to nothing lead. The first two kickoffs have made their way to the five, and this one taken right there at the five-yard line again. Then a little end around. They get it to Jurgens. 10-15. Penalty flag comes out, and he will be shoved out of bounds. And it's a good thing that Pleasanton didn't tackle him because I believe that was T.J. Bailey over here. Or no, excuse me, Brady Klein. He was all set up to just horse-collar the heck out of him and bring him down, but he lost him, and there's a flag for a block in the back against Brady all the way back at the 14, so this drive is going to start at the 7. So we'll back him up on the illegal block, and Brady has moved the ball a little bit, but they find themselves down now 15 to nothing, and they are 70 three yards away from the end zone. And remember, Pleasanton will get the ball to start the second half, so this most likely will be the last possession for Brady unless Pleasanton gets a score here. Out of the pistol, unbalanced eye. Toss sweep left side, Jurgens. He gets hit in the backfield and does not make it back to the line of scrimmage. Strung out there, and it's going to be brought down and around the four, that's going to be a loss of three on the play. And so Pleasanton gambled there a little bit. And came up just as they needed to with a big play. So second down and nearly 14 yards to go here. As they'll empty the backfield this time. Rowe rolls to his right. Has some time, still has some time. And finally has to tuck it up and run. And he's hit out of bounds at about the five-yard line. Keyshaw shoves him out. little chatting back and forth between the two. Rowe really didn't want to take off and run. He just kept rolling, 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 and by the time he got to the five, he said, I have to go somewhere, and it's going to be a gain of two, third down, and about 12 yards to go. So Rowe has been held in check on the ground. He had a 24-yard run the first time, and since then, he's carried it five times, one of those being a sack and no more yards. They'll split out to the right side, their big end, and Logan Porter. Lone to the left, and then they also put Simmons in the slot to the right. Empty the backfield on third and long. Looking row down the middle of the football field for Porter and overshot him at the 35. Porter kind of stopped at the 28 and turned around. And then by the time he had to get the Jets going again, it was too late. And punting out of their own end zone again will be the Brady Eagles. So Rowe has a 35-yard and a 28-yard completion, a lot of that running after the catch. But a great one-handed catch by Simmons set him up first and goal at the three, and then they fumbled it on the first play of the second quarter. So ready to punt it away. This time it's handled, and a good boot, but a low-line driver taken by Went at the 35, and then he dropped it. The ball's on the ground, but Brady can't get it. Went is there, right there to try and cover it. Was Hunter Lovett. But a punt that time from the 5 out to about the 38, 40-yard line, I guess we'll say. And it's going to be marked at the 36, so we'll go with a 31-yard punt that time. And really no return, it just kind of rolled right into his own lap. Already 15 to nothing, Pleasanton, 5.06 remaining here in the first half. This is a big series for both teams. It's still a game if it's a two-score game, but Pleasanton gets it to three by half, and that is a huge, huge comfort blanket. 
And they'll go with a little wide receiver screen out here, complete to Went. Makes a man miss at the 30. He's into the secondary 20. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Pleasanton. This freshman is dynamic. They missed him a lot of the season because of injury. But here's a little 36-yard touchdown pass to make it 21 to nothing. Pleasanton. Well, that didn't take long. Last two passes from Keyshaw have been for touchdowns. And again, you put it in the perspective that it was fourth and goal at the five. If that's incomplete, we're still at eight nothing. A whole lot different football game. Chandler ready to kick it. They hustle everybody in. The boot is away, and he sneaks it inside the right upright. It is good. So with 4.59 remaining in the first half, it is Pleasanton 22, Brady nothing on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as Pleasanton kicks it away and it goes through the hands of Blake Lusk. Again, it's right at the five-yard line. Every kickoff so far in the football game for Pleasanton has been right at the five. That time, though, it wasn't fielded and it'll be a touchback out to the 15-yard line. So within a minute, 14 points on the board here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They complete a 78-yard drive on a fourth and goal pass at the five to Westland. Then after a good kick coverage and a penalty, plus a loss on the first play by Brady, they were all the way back at their four, had to punt it out of the end zone, and the very next play is the 36-yard wide receiver screen to Went, and he goes untouched to the end zone. Still five minutes to go here, though, in quarter number two, and let's see if Brady can get something going. T.J. Rowe sends Jurgens in motion on the jet sweep. He'll give it to him around the left end, and he is drugged down from behind by Westland, and maybe even lost a half a yard. So Tice Westland got back there and wrapped him up around the ankles. We'll give him about a quarter of a yard loss. We're just going to say it is second down and ten. But not a lot of shock plays in this football game for Brady. They had the one great catch by Simmons down at the three, but again, they fumbled it away on the next play, trying a quick snap quarterback sneak. Second down and ten. Ball at their own 15. Porter splits out wide to the right. Westland on him. Man coverage here. And on the fake of the jet sweep, trying to set the screen up again. And over the middle, Jurgens has it. He goes down the left side, and he's got room. 20, 30. Look at the speed. 40. Secondary 30 to the 25, and they'll drag him down from behind at the 20-yard line. That is a 45, and they're going to give him a couple of more on the slide forward. 47 yards. Those have been the two biggest plays of the football game have been those drag screens here. And the first first down of the second quarter for Brady. 
And Jurgens is fast. Man, when he got to that sideline, he had his end blocking for him over there. And he had 20 yards where you knew nobody was going to touch him. Took it down the numbers in front of the Brady bench and all the way down to the 18-yard line. So again, inside the 20 for Brady. They've been in Pleasanton territory enough. They just haven't put any points on the board. Jurgens in the backfield. They'll hand it to him straight ahead and nothing doing. Falls forward for about a yard gain. In on the tackle for Pleasanton was T.J. Bailey. We'll call it second down and nine. Again, they haven't lined up in this situation very often where they just run straight forward. That is not the way the Eagle offense usually works. 3-10 to go in the first half. 22 to nothing. Pleasanton scoring twice within a minute here between the five and six minute marks of this quarter. They'll fake it to Jurgens. Rowe keeps it off the right side. He's untouched. 15, 10, 5, and Brady's on the board. They were all looking at Jurgens, and Rowe gets into the end zone for the first eagle touchdown of the night from 17 yards out. 18 yards out, they'll officially say. So T.J. Rowe gets a little life on the eagle sideline with the touchdown run. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And the Eagles now, they're a two-point team. And a shootout, that's going to be a big difference. I mean, last week, remember, Elwood beat Overton because of the conversions. They scored the same amount of touchdowns. Jurgens flanking his quarterback to the right side. Fake it to him. Rowe wants to throw. Has time. Short pylon. And it is caught for the two-point conversion. There was all kinds of bodies over there. But the catch was made. And the two-point conversion is good as Porter hauled it in. With three minutes exactly to go in the second quarter, Pleasanton 22, Brady 8 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies' outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Stock up and save. Men's and ladies' clearance racks take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Stop by, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. Now the Eagles are ready to boot it away, and it's going to sail into the end zone for a touchback. Always a weapon to have a guy that can kick it into the end zone at any level, but especially an eight-man. So many times you get good field position past the 25 or maybe even the 30 on this 80-yard field. Now you got to start at the 15. Of course, Brady just marched 65 yards, thanks in part to the screen pass to Jurgens, a 47-yarder, and two plays later, Rowe took it in from 18 yards out. 22-8, 22-8, Pleasanton with the lead. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, all the scores and eight-man that we have for you. And we'll talk about tomorrow and Saturday, football and volleyball. Keyshaw, plenty of time in a pocket, floats it down the middle, but he overshoots his intended target, trying to get it to Dixon, who was covered down there by Coy Golter. Pleasanton hasn't taken many shots down the field, but they wanted to answer right back there on a quick striker. 
Last time it was that one-play drive, a 36-yard wide receiver screen to Went, who sprinted up the right numbers and went in untouched. Second down and 10. Now all kinds of interesting things running through the coach's mind. You really don't want to give Brady another shot here, and you just stop the clock. And there's still 2.56 to go in the first half. Keyshaw throws it out here again. Same play that went scored on. Finds his blockers. Makes it to the 20. The 25 still on his feet to the 30. And he's tackled inbounds at the 32-yard line. That's a gain of 17. And another Pleasanton first down. So underneath, underneath. Took a shot out. And underneath, underneath, underneath. And again, even the rushing game for Pleasanton tonight, not much to speak of. Pates with 20. Four for Dixon. Keyshaw, two yards. He got sacked once for a seven-yard loss. So that's the tenth first down of the first half here for the Bulldogs. But now a little more room to operate at their own 32. Twins to the right and Dixon to the left. They'll roll option left side, pitching out here, and trying to find somewhere to go and nowhere to go is going to be Pates. He's going to lose a couple on the play. And over there is the man that they've been talking about in Ted Gra- or Tad Graz. He is an all-state possibility. Jurgens was over there as well, and a loss of two on the play for Broderick Pate. Second and 12 at their own 30. Just went under two minutes to go. Here in the first half, it's 22-8 to Pleasanton. Brady has had their opportunities. One of the big plays was a fumble by Brady at the Pleasanton 3. And then... They went the whole field, Pleasanton did, and scored on fourth and goal at the five. Keyshaw, second and 12, draws back to pass, dumps it out here in the flat, caught, but brought down behind the line of scrimmage is going to be Pates again, and a big, hard tackle by Thomas Most. And Pleasanton has elected to use a timeout here. They'll mark the ball all the way back at the 24-yard line. That is a loss of six on the play, and that's going to bring up Third down and about 19 to go. And instead of running the clock down and then uh, just punting it away, Pleasanton elects to maybe take a shot here. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll be right back. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Checking our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. It is Axtell and Twin Loop looking for an update on that game. Kennesaw leading Anselmo Myrna 44-8 in the fourth on the other side of the bracket here. Third and 19, Pleasanton. They drop back to pass. Keyshaw throws over the middle for Westland, and it's picked at the 30-20. The down to the 15 and the 10 on the sideline. Still on his feet all the way down to the five-yard line as Logan Simmons comes in and makes the pick. Not Lucas, and right back in the ball game is Brady. Westland was double-covered. And Keyshaw took a shot and came up empty. That'll be the first turnover of the ball game. Returned all the way down. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 11-yard line. That's actually a break for Pleasanton because he took it all the way to the 5. So that did not pan out for the Bulldogs. 
And they have to keep Brady out of the end zone. They're going to try and make it a one-score game. One eighteen to go. And they have two timeouts here. Empty backfield. Jurgens in motion. Jet sweep. Quarterback draw. Row. Row. No room over the right side. They'll drag him down behind the line of scrimmage. Again, it is Kessler Dixon on the tackle. They'll mark it at the 13. A loss of two for Jurgens. And they're going to go ahead and use the timeout right here. Brady will have one to go. 104 remaining in the first half. It's Pleasanton 22 and Brady 8. But Brady again is in the red zone. They have a second down and 12 at the 14-yard line when we return. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Again, we are back here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in the opening round of the Class D2 State Football Playoffs, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to any repairs, Carney Towing can take you home. Carney Towing and Repair. As we are back here at Pleasanton, empty backfield for quarterback T.J. Rowe. Twins to the left. And Simmons to the right in motion. Fake it to him. Dropping back. Going to the end zone. And wide open is Porter. Touchdown, Brady. They are so good on those drag routes. And that is a 14-yard touchdown pass from Rowe to Porter. And right back in the football game are the Brady Eagles as they line up to go for the two-point conversion. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. A 14-yard completion. With exactly one minute to go here in the first half of play. And you knew that at some point, Logan Porter was going to be a part of this football game. And now they put Rowe under center. Jurgens in motion. Fullback dive. Simmons does not get in. And the two-point conversion is no good. One minute to go. First half of this D2 State football playoff game. Pleasanton 22, Brady 14. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. And Brady now ready to boot the ball away. Shane Merrill, the kicker, put the last one in the end zone, and he does it again here. And that might just uh, help out Pleasanton with what they're going to do. If you get some kind of a kick return, you can think about moving it. You just got stung by the interception. Third and 19, they called a timeout, tried to set up a play over the middle. 
Ended up being picked off at the 36 and returned all the way back to the 11-yard line, and Brady puts it in. So both Brady scores here in the last two minutes to cut it from 22-0 to 22-14. One minute, one timeout here for Pleasanton. Keyshaw all by himself on the backfield. Takes the snap, throws right side, complete out here to Witt, breaks a tackle, 25-30, and then gets shoved out of bounds. And will we get a penalty flag? That was one of those where the defender did not see that he was out of bounds yet. It's kind of a bang-bang, but it is enough for a first down. They're going to mark him at the 28-yard line. So a gain of 13. And Pleasanton huddling up here. They have not blown the ball ready for play yet. That only took six seconds. Of course, he was stepping out of bounds, and now they're ready to go. Keyshaw back to pass, swings it over here on the left side, complete to Dixon, and he is stretching to get out of bounds, but does not. But it is enough for the first down up to the 39-yard line. So a gain of 11 on the play, and another Bulldog first down. They're just short of midfield. And again, Pleasanton gets the ball to start the third quarter. Brady doesn't want to lose the momentum they've just garnered. They've cut it to eight. They can't afford to give up a score here. First and ten at their own 39. Keyshaw with the four wide. Three-step, five-step drop. Now steps up, has some pressure, and he is hit in the backfield, and now an intentional grounding. Either it's a sack or an intentional grounding. They did not throw a flag. And they're going to say that Went was in the area. They're discussing it. The Brady coaches want a flag, and now they're going to get the flag. That was one of those where Keyshaw was just trying to stay up, stay up, stay up. And Went was not that far away from where the ball was, but it did not make it out of the tackle box. It did not get back to the first down marker. And they're going to call the intentional grounding. So that's a loss of down. And that will move them from the 39 back to the 34. And it will be second down and 15. That is the second penalty of the ball game on Pleasanton. It did stop the clock with 28 seconds to go here on that incomplete pass. Let's see if they dial something up deep here. Five defensive backs for Brady. Keyshaw swings it out here to Went. It's a wide receiver screen, and this time it doesn't go anywhere. He got a little bit of the penalty yardage back, and Pleasanton will call the timeout. He makes it up to about the 38-yard line, a gain of four on the play. Porter was over there. And I believe that was most that was over there as well. And a timeout taken here by the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We have 21 seconds remaining in our first half. 22-14 Pleasanton. We'll be right back. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go. During harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Don't forget to vote for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. This is the final day to nominate someone for October. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. One boy, one girl. We'll release that info tomorrow. Third and 12. Swing it out here. A low pass. They fake the hook and lateral. Now they finally pitch it, but it doesn't really go anywhere as uh, Dixon pitched it to Pates, and now the ball almost tripped away. It's all the way back here at the 36-yard line. And there is a loose football, and it is Brady football. They stripped the ball. 
Noah Jurgens came out of there with the football, and Brady will have it at their own 36. So on the play, they pick up seven yards, but it was a misdirected hook and ladder. And let's see if Brady even attempts anything with 10 seconds here at their own 37-yard line. Second turnover for Pleasanton on their last two possessions. So you got time for two plays here if you are Brady. Rowe has definitely shown the ability to chuck the football down the field. 22-14 Pleasanton. Three wideouts, twins to the short side here. Rowe takes it. Has plenty of time, just going to take a shot down the field. It's a mini Hail Mary, and the ball is knocked away. Westland and a Klein back there on the coverage, trying to get the ball to Logan Porter. Still three seconds to go. That's basically all it was, was a mini Hail Mary, but it was knocked down at around the 12-yard line. So Rowe would have to chuck it to get it to the end zone if he's back there around the 30, 55 yards probably. That might be asking a little much of his arm. And you got to have enough time for your receivers to get downfield. So this should be the final play of the half. First 22 points scored by Pleasanton. The next 14 by Brady. Trips to the left. Porter by himself to the right. And they're giving him a huge cushion over here. And Rowe looking. He'll throw it out here in the left flat. It is knocked right out of the rib cage of Coy Golter. He got stuck at the 30-yard line, and that is the end of the first half as Dixon laid the wood to him. And so no harm on that final turnover of the first half. But Pleasanton didn't help themselves out by turning it over on their last two possessions. It is halftime here at Pleasanton with the score of the Bulldogs, 22, the Brady Eagles, 14. This is the 7-10 matchup in the D2 Western Bracket here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We are bringing you this state football action brought to you today by Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer knows more. We will be back here on this Halloween night with a complete look at all of the scores in eight-man action tonight. We'll preview what's coming up tomorrow for not only our radio games, but area games, and check out all of the district volleyball coming up Saturday, plus your first half stats and more. We've got ourselves a football game at the half, Pleasanton 22, Brady 14. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A pumpkin pie concrete, please. You got it, sir. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Pumpkin Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. 
Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to Pleasanton. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Casey Loomis and the crew here in Bulldog Land for their hospitality. It is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It is Pleasanton 22 and Brady 14. Let's take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Here in the D2 West bracket this afternoon, the number one seed, Garden County, a 52-6 win over Blue Hill. They will host Overton on Wednesday night. The Eagles come from behind for a 16-14 win over Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing. And, folks, that wasn't because of a two-point conversion. Overton got a safety in the third quarter. They were down 14-6, made it 14-8, and then were able to get the eight points on the uh, final uh, touchdown, which, you know, 14-14, but uh, you have to go for two as uh, Overton doesn't have that kicker. Elwood rolls up Maxwell 78-19. to They will host Central Valley. That is a 36-12 to win. Central Valley, by the way, that's your Wallback Greeley schools up there. Central Valley beat Medicine Valley 36-12. to That was 14-12 to at the half. In the fourth quarter, Kennesaw having their way with Anselmo Myrna, 52-14. Kennesaw will play the winner of this game. If it's Pleasanton, it's in Kennesaw. If it's Brady, it would be out in Brady. Also at the half, how about this one, folks? Mullen 12, Sandhill-Stedford nothing. That's the 3-14 matchup. Those two teams already played this year. They're in the same district as Brady and Mullen. A uh, state finalist last year isn't going to go easily, and they lead Sandhill Stedford 12 to nothing, and uh, that's a heck of a football game uh, there tonight. Twin Loop beating Axtell tonight, it looks like. 34 to nothing, a final on that one. There is the big shock, not just that Twin Loop won, but uh, by, by that margin. So uh, Axtell, who had themselves such a nice season, and of course uh, both of these teams played Axtell. Uh, Brady lost to him by one point. But uh, it did not go their way uh, tonight. So uh, that is another score that we have for you. In the eastern part of the bracket, these are finals in D2. Lawrence Nelson over Allen, 48-24. to Johnson Brock over Wynott, 62-14. Bloomfield over Pender, 54-16. to Fall City Sacred Heart was a winner uh, today over Diller Odell by a score of 60-6. to other games that are going on in the fourth quarter, Hardington-Newcastle blowing out Meade 54 to nothing At halftime, Humphrey St. Francis 54 to nothing over Elgin Public Pope John. Clarkson-Lee leads Riverside at the half 34-6. And in the last check of the second quarter, Plainview leading Randolph by a score of 14 to nothing. So those are the games in D2. Over in D1, in the western bracket, at the half, Cambridge 34, Nebraska Christian 22. West Holt, 27. Neely Oakdale, 18. Elm Creek, 18. Palmer, nothing. That's on ESPN 1460 right now at the half. Also at the half, it is Arcadia Loop City finally putting some things together. They're winning a shootout over Alma, 36-26. Again, that's on the breeze, 94.5. In the second quarter, Dundee County Stratton leading Hemingford, 12-6. Finals in D1 from earlier today. Burwell beat Hitchcock County 48-16. Fullerton beat Morrill 48-14. And Sutherland over North Central 32-16. In the eastern bracket in D1, Howells Dodge leading Homer 22-6 in the second quarter. 
Lutheran High Northeast 42-36 over Lord Central Catholic in the fourth quarter. Osceola High Plains beat Elkhorn Valley 73-12. Wisner Pilger trailing Creighton, a Creighton the defending champion, uh, but they are the 12 seed, and Creighton winning 34-24 in the fourth quarter. BDS comes back to beat Guardian Angels 42-20. In the third quarter, Cross County 46, Laurel Concord Coleridge 14. In the second quarter, Elwood Murdoch 20, East Butler nothing. And also in the second, Tri-County 14, Southern 6. Here it's 22-14, Pleasanton leading Brady. We'll be back with more right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Anywhere fall activities take you, Freeze and Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Freeze and Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Freeze and Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FreezeandFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Freeze and Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. Why providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Brussels Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2020 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigers and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. Happy Halloween to all the trick-or-treaters out there that are listening into our football coverage here on Power 99, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda with you in Pleasanton. The Bulldogs are leading Brady 22-14. to Plenty of high school football tomorrow. All of the A, B, C, and six-man games are tomorrow. And here on Power 99, Kearney High and Elkhorn South in the 8-9 matchup at 7 o'clock, pregame at 6.30. Kearney Catholic will host Wayne at 5 o'clock on ESPN 1460. On ESPN 1550, C1 top seed Central will take on Valentine. That is at 6 o'clock. Hastings will be hosting McCook on 1230 AM KHAS at 7 o'clock. And in C2, Donovan Trumbull will host the defending state champions from Centennial, 7 o'clock on the breeze. 94.5. Also tomorrow night, Grand Island will be in action. They are at home. The Islanders are the number six seed against Lincoln Southwest. Also in B, Northwest will host Lexington in the 4-13 matchup. In other C1 games, Aurora will be at Ogallala. Ord is at Gothenburg in a rematch of the overtime game last week. Cozad will be at Ashland Greenwood. In C2, the top seed is Sutton. They will be hosting at UTAN. St. Paul against their conference rival Centura in St. Paul. And in six-man tomorrow, SEM out at Cody Kilgore. That's a 2 o'clock game. Hartman Lutheran out at Arthur County. Crawford's at McCool Junction. Red Cloud will be at Eustis Farnham. Harvard hosting Spalding Academy. Wilcox-Hildreth. The defending state champion is at undefeated Creek Valley tomorrow. Don't forget the high school volleyball is also coming your way. We've got two matches for you from the district finals on Saturday. 
Pleasanton will play Sutherland in Gothenburg, 4 o'clock, and that's on ESPN 1460. And here on Power 99, Kearney Catholic will play Broken Bow. That is at Kozad, also at 4 o'clock. There are a ton of other games. Lexington at Waverly at 1, Alliance at Northwest at noon, Aurora at Hastings at 2.30, St. Paul will play Loganview Scribner-Schneider. That is at Columbus High School at 4. Also in Class C-1, Southern Valley on a wild card will play Norfolk Catholic at Grand Island Northwest at 4. In C-2, the top seed Hastings St. Cecilia will play Bridgeport at North Platte St. Pat's at 4. Arcadia Loop City gets the final wild card. They'll play Ponca at Central Community College in Columbus, and that gets underway at uh, 5 o'clock on Saturday. Also in uh, other district volleyball action that's going to be going on on a Saturday, it will be Centura playing Lutheran High Northeast at Albion at 4 o'clock. Grand Island Central Catholic and Lord Central Catholic will play at Centennial High School. That game is at 2 o'clock. South Loop and Summerlin will play in Burwell at 5 o'clock. Other D1 action, Kennesaw will play Dillard Odell at Fillmore Central at 3. Fullerton and Chambers Wheeler Central at St. Paul will be at 2 o'clock. Overton and Cambridge will play at Holdridge at 6 o'clock. Then we slide on down to D2 where the number one seed Lawrence Nelson will play Cody Kilgore at Maxwell at 2 o'clock Central Time. Exeter Milligan and BDS at Fillmore Central Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Twin Loop and Garden County are playing at Maxwell at 6 o'clock. Bertrand and Windside will play at Aurora High School at 4, and Giltner and Nebraska Christian will play Saturday at 5 at Grand Island Senior High. A lot to cover, and we'll have it for you right here. When we come back, a look at the first half stats, 22-14, to 14, Pleasanton leading Brady on Power 99. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, chutes, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PearsonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. First half stats here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for Brady. Quarterback T.J. Rowe, seven carries, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Noah Jurgens has nine carries for seven yards, 16 rushes, 49 yards for Brady. Through the air, Rowe is four of ten with a touchdown and no interceptions, 124 yards. And Lucas Simmons had the biggest catch of all of those. Seven first downs for Brady. They have punted the ball one time. They have one fumble, and that fumble occurred at the Pleasanton 3, and Pleasanton covered it at the 2 and went 78 yards on the next drive. Four penalties for 24 yards for Brady. We'll look at the numbers for Pleasanton right after this. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. 
We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. Now look at the first half numbers for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Kessler Dixon, three carries, four yards. Broderick Pate, seven carries, 18 yards. Jackson Keyshaw, three carries, two yards, and a touchdown. 13 carries, just 24 yards on the ground for Pleasanton, but they like to pass the football. Keyshaw unofficially has thrown it 21 times. He has 16 completions, one interception, and two touchdowns. A five-yarder to Westland and a 36-yarder to Went. So 185 yards through the air, 24 on the ground. That is 219 yards of offense. Excuse me, 209 yards of offense. 12 first downs. Neither team or he, uh, Pleasanton hasn't punted. Brady did once for 31 yards. Two turnovers on the final two possessions for Pleasanton and two penalties for 15 yards. So 209 for Kennesaw, 173 for Brady, a majority of it for both teams through the air. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Pleasanton will get the ball to begin the second half when we return. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. And welcome back to the Carney Togan Repair broadcast booth. A squib kick that goes all the way back to the five-yard line, picked up by the Bulldogs, breaking a tackle out to the 10 to the 15, is going to be Kingston. Craig Kingston on the kick return is going to get up close to the 20. Looks like they'll just mark it down short of that at the 19-yard line. So our third quarter is underway. And Pleasanton has it first and 10 at their own 19. So first down and 10 here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, leading it 22-14. to 14. But Brady, of course, has scored the last two touchdowns. Trips to the right side here for quarterback Jackson Keyshaw. Looks that way. Wide receiver screen to Went Wants to see what the changes are that uh, Brady made. It's complete, but a penalty flag comes down right at the point of the catch, even though he brings it up to near the 27-yard line. Going to get a flag. And I'm sure Brady probably pointed out, hey, every time they run that, watch for the hold. They seem to be grabbing our end, and that is the case this time. So for the first time on that play, we're going to get a hold here. On the Bulldogs. And that'll back them up. Basically 10 yards is half the distance to the goal. They'll be just inside the 10-yard line at around the 9. So we'll call it first down and 20 here for Pleasanton to get this third quarter underway, leading it 22-14. to 14. Touchdowns, a 1-yard run by Keyshaw. A 5-yard pass from Keyshaw to Westland on 4th and goal, and the 36-yarder to Went on a little wide receiver screen. First and 20, Keyshaw drops back, throws over the middle, wide open is Eckel. He gets to the 15, makes a man miss to the 20, trying to get free again, and he's drugged down from behind at the 22. We've seen both teams make the defenders miss some tackles, and finally getting the job done there was Logan Simmons. So the ball from the 9 out to the 22-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 13, and bring up second down and 8 yards to go after that holding penalty. 
to start this series. The winner gets Kennesaw. Kennesaw taking care of Anselmo Myrna tonight with a pretty big second half. Again, they empty the backfield. They're going the four wides, and when they do that, it's usually twins each side. Keyshaw drops back to pass, looks over the middle again. This one's a little deeper to Eckle complete. First down, 30-35. He's into Brady territory, and he will be brought down at the 38-yard line. So a gain of 22 on the play, and evidently Pleasanton's just decided there's no need to get to the run. We haven't run it very well. Let's just go back to what works. Keyshaw has thrown for over 2,000 yards in the first eight games, and he's over 200 yards right now, just a minute into the third quarter. Brady fakes the blitz, swing it out here to the left, going to be complete to Dixon. Dixon breaks a tackle down the left sideline, 30, 25, 20, and he's going to be hit out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. There's some pretty good sticking going on out there. Simmons got him again, but another good gain on the play. From the 38 of Brady all the way down to the 17, that's another 21 yards. So 13, 22, 21 here on the first three plays of the third quarter. And first down and 10. On the move, leading it 22 to 14. In twins each side, Keyshaw, no pressure. Steps back, has time, wanted to go over the middle, now decides to pick it up and run. Gets to the 15, breaks a tackle to the 10, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds. I don't know, this will be interesting to hear from the guys afterwards because it looks like it's a little chippy down there. There has definitely been some talk in both ways, and you can see Keyshaw, they hit him out of bounds, but he didn't go down, and he just kind of turned and looked at Simmons and also at uh, Noah Jurgens who has been a big part of this football game. It's going to be a gain of seven on the play for Keyshaw, and it'll be second down and three. This time they do put Eckel in the backfield with him. Westland, a little motion comes in tighter as they end on the right side. Keyshaw, long count, takes the snap, looks left. Yeah, and there are going to be penalty flags. It looked like the right end took off, and it was kind of a delayed flag throw, but it was definitely the right call as Pleasanton took off. So an illegal motion will be the fourth penalty of the game for Pleasanton, leading it 22-14, to 10.34 to go in the third quarter here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Pleasanton, Amherst to the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. A lot of teams in our area with home football games tonight and tomorrow. Not only are they in the playoffs, but they found their way to be at home. Something rare tomorrow. There are six teams out of the, well, seven teams, I guess, if you count Heartland Lutheran, which, of course, we would. But uh, of the 11-man teams, they're all home. Hastings, Kearney, Grand Island. Second down and seven. Keyshaw to throw over the middle. He's got his man. Went at the three, the two. Did he get in? They did not give it to him yet. Now they do. Went's in. Touchdown for Went, a 15-yarder. The third touchdown pass of the night for Keyshaw and the second touchdown reception for the freshman, Trevin Went. Our five points bank touchdown, the fourth of the ball game here for Pleasanton. They take the opening drive of the third quarter, 65 yards in a minute and 33 seconds. They've decided to go for two this time. Keyshaw drops the snap, bounces back to him, gathers himself, throws, and wide open for the two-point conversion is going to be Kessler-Dixon. So they've ran two two-pointers, and they've kicked it twice. And with 10.27 remaining in the third quarter, Pleasanton 30, Brady 14 on Power 99. 
Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. And we're ready to kick it away here. High school football playoff action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. As the ball is booted away by Chandler, taking it at the 8-yard line, room up the middle. 10, the 15, 20, 25, before contact is made out to the 30-yard line. The tackle will be made by the Bulldogs, but this was the best kick return so far of the night. As Simmons, on the return, brings it out to the 30-yard line. 30 to 14. And I guess the importance of that two-point conversion is no matter what Brady does, scoring the next two, if they score the next two touchdowns, they cannot take the lead. They would have to go for two like they have just to have a chance to tie it. So big opening drive now. Can Brady respond? Brady scored on their final two possessions outside of that last two plays. They didn't get a chance before halftime. Unbalanced eye, pitch play. Jurgens around the right side, gets the corner, gets to the 35, and he'll be shoved out of bounds. And it looked like a flag came out, and then maybe the official just picked it up again. And so they will put him down at the 35-yard line. A gain of five for Jurgens. Second down and five. Again, neither team was overly impressive on the ground. In the first half, 24 yards for Pleasanton, 49 yards for Brady, and there was some trying to uh, run the football. Now they put Rowe under center. Jurgens lined out wide to the right. They put him in motion, go with a fullback dive here to Simmons. There's nothing, absolutely nothing. That's something you see on tape. Pleasanton saw what was going on. Pleasanton came out of the pile with the football. And are they going to give him the ball or not? Pleasanton's going, we just stripped it out of there. Chase Pulowski had the ball. But they say no, and it'll be third down and five. That was the first carry of the ball game for Simmons. They'll put Jurgens out wide to the right. Porter, the end in tight on the right side, and Golder, the end in tight on the left. Rose under center again on third and five. Jurgens in motion again. Fake the jet sweep. Rowe wants to pass. It's a screen over the middle. It's complete to Simmons. He's got the first down into Pleasanton territory before he stood up and driven down at the 36-yard line. In on the tackle was Hadwiger, but moved the chains, a gain of eight. A first down here for Brady on their opening possession of the third quarter of play. Again, plenty of scores to pass along to you. We'll try and do our best to keep you up to date. Again, Kennesaw, 52-14 over Anselmo Myrna. Overton rallied for a 16-14 victory. Mullen is leading Sandhill Stedford at the half. That would be a surprise. Axtell lost tonight. 
Row under center again. Again, they'll fake the jet sweep and a wheel route out of the backfield to Jurgens, and he overthrew him at the 20-yard line. He dives. It's off his fingertips. Oh, I love that play by Brady. That was open. Not sure that he would have scored. Pleasanton and Westland was trying to get over there, but all that motion has really given Brady's opponents some problems throughout the year, and I would think we will see that play again. In fact, I'm surprised that we hadn't seen it already. Every play here on this drive, they put Rowe under center and Jurgens in motion. This time, though, they emptied the backfield with trips to the right side. That means a row run that way, and he'll lower his head, run into Westland and company, crash inside the 35 for a very short gain here. Gain of a couple for T.J. Rowe. 44 yards on the ground, including a touchdown run of 18 yards in the first half. Numerous times we have seen Brady in this position between the 30 and 35-yard line in a third and long situation. And in the first half, they weren't able to cash in the first few drives. Taking a little time here. They're going to have to break huddle and hustle up there as they check out the play on their wristband for third and eight at the Pleasanton 35. It's 30 to 14 Pleasanton. They scored on their first drive. Brady trying to answer. Rowe back to pass, looking deep down the middle of the football field, and we might have a pass interference flag. Yes, we do. It's a late flag as it sails over the head of Simmons at the 20-yard line. If Pleasanton hadn't maybe thrown him down after the play, it might not be pass interference. It might be personal foul for knocking him down after the play was over. But this is going to be a first down for Brady either way they call this. Unless they pick the flag up. Personal foul on Pleasanton. I don't think they're calling pass interference. They're just calling it a late hit. And so pass interference, they're going to get more on this by being a personal foul yardage-wise than they would have had it been pass interference. The ball's at the 35. This will mark it all the way down to the 20 if they go ahead and carry this out. Pleasanton... Coach Ricky Westland saying, can I get an explanation? So the side judge does. And, of course, he's not the one that threw the penalty. And he's the one that gets the earful. So a personal foul against Pleasanton. And Brady moves it down to the 20 on their first possession here of quarter number three. Pleasanton scored. And the Eagles trying to answer. Four wideouts now. Twins each side. Row by himself in the shotgun. Swings it out of the backfield. And that is incomplete almost to lateral out here to Simmons. you got to be really careful when you throw it down the line of scrimmage. But it bounced right off of his hands, and Pleasanton was on top of it anyway. Second down and ten. And I think the Pleasanton fans, as, as the field sits here, the press box kind of splits the stands. So there's some to our right, some to our left. Ones to the left were right on the line of scrimmage. They're yelling that that was a backwards pass. Second and ten. Row. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, drops back for another screen, lofts it out here to Jurgens, complete, and he breaks a tackle at the 20 down the sideline, 15, and it'll be thrown down at the 10-yard line. Dixon came over there and got him. He was hit in the backfield when he made the catch. Westland was there as well, but he broke the tackle and brings it very close to first down yardage. This is all on the spot. They are eyeing it. They might actually have to bring the chains in. And they are going to say third down, no first down. down So a gain of nine on the play. Third and inches here 
for Brady just outside the 10. If the ball gets to the 10, it'll be a first down. Overload to the right side. Rowe is under center. Third and short. It will just be a quarterback sneak, and he didn't try to do anything fancy. He just fell forward, and he'll have the first down. Remember the last time they tried that, they fumbled the ball at the Pleasanton 2 after a big catch, and Pleasanton covered the ball, went 78 yards. That's one of the key moments of this football game. A one-yard run by Rowe on the sneak. And it'll be first and goal. The ball marked right at the 10-yard line. So they've got to go all 10 yards here on first and goal to get within possibly one score with the conversion. They'll put Porter out wide to the right. Golter, who has been a non-factor to the left, Jurgens comes out of the backfield. They swing it to him, gets a block on the right side, goes to the five, and he's shoved out of bounds. It'll be second down and goal at the five-yard line. Jurgens receives the kick. And it was a close to a block in the back on the end that time by Brady. They'll have to be careful. You saw the Ravenna end spin around there. I believe that might have even been Westland coming in. So that was really close. Second down and goal at the five. 7.53 remaining here in the third quarter. Pleasanton 30, Brady 14. It was 22-14 at the half. Again, Pleasanton scored the first 22. Brady scored 14 in a row, and Pleasanton scored on the opening drive. Empty backfield for Rowe. Twins to the right. Quarterback draw off the right side. Rowe is into the end zone for an eagle touchdown. He scored on one similar to that in the first half, and here he brings it in for his second touchdown run of the evening. And that makes it 30-20 to in a big two-point conversion coming up to try and make it a one-possession game. Pleasanton also made the two-point conversion on their last touchdown. Another five-points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank in Carney. On the five-yard quarterback draw by T.J. Rowe. Porter splits out wide to the right. Simmons is in a H-back position to the left. Rowe out of the pistol, same play, but this time here comes all kinds of red jerseys. They wrap him up, they stand him up, they bring him down, and the two-point run is no good, so it's still a two-possession game here. Pleasanton 30, Brady 20, 7.49 to go, third quarter on Power 99. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 7.49 to go here in the third quarter. And the boot is away, and every time it's went into the end zone here for Brady. So again, Pleasanton will start at their own 15-yard line. We've had a couple of 65-yard drives here to start the quarter. 30-20, to 20, Pleasanton with the lead. Our state football playoff coverage brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Been a big night again for Jackson Keyshaw. 
on that last drive that they scored on. He was four for four for almost all of the yardage. He picked up only one run on that drive. Keyshaw out of the shotgun. They just keep throwing that wide receiver screen to win, and he keeps finding holes to the 20, lowers his shoulder, gets to the 24. We're going to get a late flag. The ball came loose, but they had ruled his progress had stopped. It looked like Went had been grabbed by the face mask again, but that flag came out a lot later than that. So let's see what happens. He's made nine yards, and it is a face mask on Brady. So it'll be a first down here for Pleasanton once they add the yardage off of the eight-yard completion. Keyshaw 16-21 of in the first half, 5 of 5 so far here in the third quarter. That'll be a five-yard face mask. And the fifth penalty called on Brady, the first of the half. Brady's got to find a way to come up with a stop. Pleasanton stopped themselves in the second quarter with two turnovers, an interception and a fumble. Here's the snap to Keyshaw. They will hand it off this time and just absolutely nowhere to go for Pates. He is gang-tackled behind the line of scrimmage. A loss on the play of a yard. And it's just one of those where Pleasanton would love to just throw the ball every down, but they have got to keep Brady honest a little bit and try the run from time to time. Again, they were run heavy to start the football game, and it just didn't work out for them. They scored on a short field, a 10-yard drive on their first touchdown because Brady dropped the punt snap in their end zone, had to run it out of there, and that's all the farther they made it. 30-20 to 20 Pleasanton, 6.45 to go in the third. Keyshaw fakes the wide receiver screen, goes deep, and Westland's behind everybody. Caught it at the 30, to the 20, to the 10. He'll be drugged down. He had to slow down to catch it, and Porter will bring him down at the 6-yard line. A 45-yard pass. Set up with all of those wide receiver screens out here to win. They faked it to Trevin again, and down the field went Westland, and you could see Porter on the edge, one of those, uh (laughs) uh-oh. He knew what was happening, but he was able to run him down and at least give them a chance here to make a stop inside the 10-yard line. It'll be first down and goal at the 7 for the Bulldogs. And they will hand it off again off the left side. Brady's more worried about stripping the ball than making the tackle. And inside the five is Pates down to the two. It's going to be a gain of five. And there was a late hit on the play. And the Pleasanton coaches are on the field. One of the Pleasanton football players got thrown down way away from the play behind the line of scrimmage. So not exactly sure, but we told you earlier that it was getting chippy, and these guys have been yapping. They were yapping early, both of them, both teams, back and forth. And it's not just one or two. There's plenty of talking going on. Second and goal at the two. Keyshaw fakes the handoff, wants to throw, now decides to scramble to his right, has his man in the end zone, touchdown. Westland is open. Once he started to scramble, the Braden defensive backs came up, and Westland has the touchdown reception, his second of the night. Started the night on a five-yarder. This time he'll haul in a two-yarder, and that is the fourth touchdown pass of the night for Jackson Keyshaw, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So Keyshaw to Tice Westland, and they are going to continue to go for two, even though Chandler's two for two on his extra points. Keyshaw 
With Pates in the backfield, looks, looks, wants to throw, double pumps, and did he catch it or to hit the ground? No. Westland saying that he got his hands under it. It was underthrown, but they're going to say it is incomplete. With 5.35 to go in the third quarter, still a two-score game. Pleasanton 36, Brady 20. Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's frozen custard and steak burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's blue cheese bacon steak burger. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Welcome back to high school football. A couple of shockers tonight in D2. We'll tell you about it after the kickoff here from Chandler. As Brady looks for a return on a short squib kick, picked up at the 20-yard line by the up man, looking for a hole to the 25 and up to the 29, close to the 30-yard line. Good return that time by Hunter Lovett. Undefeated Sandhill Stedford has been upset tonight by Mullen, 18 to 12, in a 14 versus three matchup. Two teams that have been deep in the playoffs. Of course, Mullen won the West last year and had that big lead in the first quarter of the state finals and couldn't finish it off against BDS. But that is a big upset. Twin Loop, a winner tonight over Axtell, and so you have the three and the six going down, and. Uh, Back on the road for Mullen. They'll be headed to Sargent to take on Twin Loop. And they have plenty of history. First and ten here, Brady. Of course, Brady in the same district as Mullen and Sandhill Stedford. Jet sweep, Jurgens around the left end. Gets to the 30, just runs right into the pile. He doesn't care. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds at around the 33-yard line. Dixon pops him out of bounds. This Jurgens is a nice-looking player. Senior. Tad Graz, obviously. I mean, so many seniors on this team have been doing a great job. They're going to call this a gain of four on the play. So it'll be second down and six. Again, Jurgen's only 16 yards rushing, but he's got a ton receiving. Empty backfield again. This time they will send Simmons in motion. They drop the snap, but flags come out. And the referee says, illegal motion. Called on Brady. Back him up five, and that'll make it second down and 11. While they march that off, some other team scores in the D2 West. It is Kennesaw ran Selma Myrna 52-14. Central Valley beat Medicine Valley 36-12. Elwood 85, Maxwell 25. Overton rallied for a 16-14 win over Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing, and Garden County beat Blue Hill 52-6. Again, Twin Loop beat Axtell 34-0 in Mullen over Sandhill Stedford 18-12. Back to pass, T.J. Rowe has all day, throws it as far as he can down the right numbers and over Jurgen's head. Eckel on the coverage down at the 27-yard line, and that'll bring up third down and 11 yards to go. And we said early on, Rowe definitely has enough of an arm, but they haven't hooked up. Uh, the only deep pass down the field, they've got a couple of long 
catch and runs, but Simmons made an incredible one-hand catch down at the three-yard line. We've talked about that numerous times. Unfortunately, they fumbled on the next play. Third down and 10, Brady at their own 28-yard line. They trail here at Pleasanton 36-20. Looks like the dogs might want to bring a little pressure this time. Setting things up, looking right, Rose hit as he throws, and did Porter catch it sliding out of bounds? No. Slid right into his teammates on the sideline, but incomplete. And here in this third quarter, Rowe is 3 of 7 for 22 yards. And we have an injured Brady player here. Ooh, and that is going to be Lucas Simmons hobbling off the field here. And then is met by some of the coaches, and they're taking him over to the benches to take a look at him. And our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Back on the punt return coverage here is Trevin Went. We've only had one punt in the game. We had two attempted. And they're going to fake it, throwing down the middle of the field, and it's busted up. Dixon came in and stepped in front of Shane Most and knocked it away right at the first down marker at midfield. It was a well-thrown ball by the punter Shane Merrill, but it ends up being incomplete. And so the first attempt at a little trickery goes awry, and now Brady just didn't figure, I suppose, that they can stop Pleasanton. Uh, That was a real gamble at your own 28-yard line. And it was knocked away right over the top at the last moment by Kessler Dixon. And now Pleasanton might be able to go put it away at the 28. Keyshaw back to pass. Pump fake. Now has to scramble. Nobody to the left, so he has to run. Tucks it up. Gets to the 25. And he'll be brought down just short of the 20. And a nice gang tackle there. A gain of about seven on the play. As he is driven out of bounds by Simmons. And again, you've got two Simmons. You've got Logan, the junior. You've got Lucas, the senior. Lucas, they're still looking at him over on the sideline. It'll be second down and three after the Keyshaw scramble. Five carries, 16 yards. He has a one-yard touchdown, and he's been sacked once in the football game. 36-20 Pleasanton, 444 here in the third quarter. Keyshaw with four wideouts. Looks to his right. Oh, my. They hit Went as the ball came through. It's incomplete. They finally just said they ran this play ten times, and they came in, and T.J. Rowe and company hit Went right when the ball got there, and it's incomplete. So it'll be third down and three yards to go here. For the Bulldogs of Pleasanton, they have not trailed in this football game. Jumped out to a 22 to nothing lead, as a matter of fact. But Brady cut it to eight at halftime. Now it's 36 to 20. Pleasanton has scored on both of their drives here in the third quarter. We still have 4:40 remaining. Went in motion, faked the jet sweep. No, they're going to actually hand it to him this time. Gets the corner, first down, 20. Stays on his feet, 15. I don't think the first guy has tackled Went all night long. He gets to the 14-yard line. That's going to be a gain of seven. And another Bulldog first down. So his first carry, he's already got two touchdowns receiving, just like Westland does. And it'll be first down and 10 at the 14-yard line of the Eagles. They will split out Dixon wide to the left. Echel in the slot left. Went in motion again. 
Fake the handoff, quarterback draw Keyshaw up the middle, and they drag him down from the jersey at the 10-yard line. Great effort there by Ted Gross because there was no middle linebacker, and if Gross doesn't grab that jersey, Keyshaw would have been easily inside the five. As it is, he'll pick up four. It'll be second down and six yards to go. 20 yards rushing in the game for Keyshaw. Brady's got to find a way to come up with a stop here, or they're going to be down three scores. Coach Westland looking at his chart. Finally gets the play in here. Both teams have those wristbands. They huddle briefly and hustle up to the line of scrimmage. Let's see how much time's left here on the play clock. The back judge not counting yet. Eccles in the backfield. Went to the right. Keyshaw looking to throw. Swings it out here to Eckle. Complete to the 10. Cuts back at the 5. Hit at the 3 and got in there. Touchdown, Eckle. A 10-yarder for the fifth touchdown tonight for Jackson Keyshaw. And this time getting in on the party is Seth Eckel on your five points bank touchdown with 319 to go. A 28-yard drive after a fake punt didn't work. And it looks like they're going to go two-point conversion again. Not a lot of different formations tonight for Pleasanton. Empty the backfield again for Jackson Keyshaw. Motion Eckel. They'll give it to him on the run. Looks to read his block. Tries to get to the pylon. Hit twice. Hit three times. And they just can't tackle him. He got into the end zone breaking three different tackles. And the two-point conversion is good. And it's a 24-point lead now for the Bulldogs. Looking for their first playoff win in eight years. They lead at 44-20. There's still 319 to go in the third on Power 99. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Kick taken at the 5 by Brady up the middle of the field to the 10-15, and they'll bring him down around the 18-yard line. And it'll be first down and 10. Jurgens on the return that time for Brady. But now backs against the wall for the Eagles. They were down 22 to nothing, cut it to 22-14. Now they're down 24. 44-20 is your score. As Pleasanton has scored all three possessions here in the third quarter, but this third quarter has been a long one, and we still have 3.14 to go. Again, that all started with Brady going for it, a fake punt on fourth down at their own 28-yard line, and the ball was batted away by Kessler-Dixon. Tomorrow on Power 99, Carney High, Elkhorn South, 6.30 pregame, kickoff at 7. Carney Catholic hosts Wayne on ESPN 1460 at 5 o'clock, pregame at 4.30. 
So Rowe, empty backfield. They're going to go with an inside handoff here. And around the right side for a gain of about a yard, maybe two yards, is going to be Blake Lauk, a freshman in there, to carry the football for the first time. Looks like he's going to pick up about two. And the more this game progresses, the less there is on the ground, and Brady wants to set some things up with the run here, but just hasn't been able to do it. They do so many things out of their spread formation, but it's only been really the pass that has helped them out, a lot of the short passes that turn into big plays. Empty the backfield again here for Rowe. Couple of seconds left on the play clock. High snap, got it with one hand. He wants to run off the right side. That was the design play, not because of the high snap, and He's only going to get about a yard and a half. It'll be third down and long. Move the ball out to the 22-yard line. A gain of one. We'll try to take a look at the scoreboard here again in just a moment. Keep you up to date on what's going on in the playoffs. Also tomorrow night on the Breeze 94.5, it will be Donovan Trumbull and Centennial kicking it off at 7. Hastings McCook. On 1230 AM KHAS at 7, Adam Central Valentine on ESPN 1550, and that will begin at 6 o'clock. Brady coming up to the line of scrimmage. 10 seconds on the clock, 5 seconds on the clock. Rowe on third down, sends Jurgens in motion, fakes the jet sweep, back to pass, looks at that wheel route down the field for Porter and overshot him again. You can tell that that is something that has worked for him a lot this season against Weaker teams in the secondary. Other scores in the East in D2. St. Francis blows out Elgin Public. Pope John 68-6. Lawrence Nelson over Allen 42-24. Johnson Brock beat Wynott 62-14. Bloomfield over Pender. Hardington Newcastle over Meade. Fall City Sacred Heart routed Diller Odell in the fourth. Clarkson Lee leads Riverside 34-6. And a punting situation now for Brady. Good, strong punt. Bounces at the 25. Fielded by Went on the run at the 20. Has room to the right side. 30. Up to the 35. Up to the 40. He'll be tackled there. And here is a penalty flag in the middle of the field away from the play. That is a very good punt. But an equally good return. That is a 38-yard punt. Only the second time that Brady has booted it with the senior Shane Merrill. But we've got another illegal block here. The fourth penalty of the fourth, third quarter here on Pleasanton, and the flag was laying back there around the 30. So uh, about a 20-yard penalty by the time it's all said and done because the ball was returned out to the 40. But Pleasanton now in control, so let's see if that changes the way Coach Westland and his staff call the game a little bit here and maybe start using some clock because we're still in the third quarter. The ball will be marked back inside the 20 near the... 19-yard line. They keep it as an empty backfield here for Jackson Keyshaw. And Jackson going to keep throwing the football. A lot of safe ones. It's thrown underneath and complete. And making it out to about the 27-yard line is going to be Dixon. And the key there, staying in bounds. A lot of those passes are on the sidelines. Dixon is going to pick up about nine on the play. Second down and one. Second down and just a little bit to go. And there have been few times anybody's been in that backfield besides Keyshaw tonight. Second and a half yard. He wants to throw again. Now he'll draw and bring it up for a first down. Graz was there. 
Golter was there. Gets a couple on the play, and it's enough to move the chains here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. So good job by Keyshaw. His first read wasn't there. Decided to just tuck it up and run. 44-20, to Pleasanton. We're in the final 30 seconds here of quarter number three. So Pleasanton has to run at least one more play here to get us to the fourth quarter. And again, four wides and just twins right and left. Kind of rotating those guys in. Eckel in motion. Fake the handoff. Want to throw to him. And they throw behind him, but he makes a one-handed catch. And he's barely going to get back to the line of scrimmage. In fact, probably lost a yard. And that'll be the final play of the third quarter of play in the D2 State opening round. It is Pleasanton 44 and Brady 20 here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. And welcome back to the Carney Tony and Repair Broadcast booth here at Pleasanton. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Nick Grimes. We go to the fourth quarter of play. Pleasanton trying to earn the opportunity to play Kennesaw for the second time this year. And if Pleasanton holds on, they'll go to Kennesaw Wednesday night, and we will have that game for you. Elm Creek beating Palmer 37-6 to in the fourth quarter. It is second down and 11 here for Pleasanton. They'll go with the wide receiver screen, but this time they go to Dixon, and Dixon gets about six more yards after the catch from the 30 out to the 36-yard line. And that'll be a gain of six on the play. Keishal is going to throw it well over 40 times in this football game, 21 times, at least it appears, 21 times in the first half. He's got five touchdowns so far. So, good night for Jackson Keyshaw. He also has a one-yard quarterback run for the touchdown. Third down, seven yards to go here. This time they will put Dixon in the backfield with him. In motion went, faked the handoff, handed off to the eye back, and looking for some room is Pates. Pates is going to bring it up short of the first down to the 39. That's going to be a gain of three. He has 25 yards. Dixon has only got four yards. Keyshaw, 22 on the ground. And Pleasanton may have to punt now for the first time in the game. They're at their own 39. Although it doesn't look like they're going to punt. And they may just try and draw them off sides as well. It's going to be fourth and all of three yards to go. Pleasanton has a cushion, but you don't want to do anything that's going to give Brady a little hope. They do line up to go for it here. Keyshaw on fourth and three, takes the snap, has time over the middle, and Westland is thrown behind him and incomplete. So Brady will take over in Pleasanton territory. 
And the Eagles take over. A rare incompletion. Here in the second half, that's only the second incompletion so far for Keyshaw. And he's completed 11. 11 out of 13 unofficially, 27 out of 34 so far in the football game with that bushel basket full of touchdowns. It was 22 to 14 at halftime. Each team scored on their opening possession, and then Pleasanton went to work. Came away with a couple of stops here on the Eagles. Rowe with a bunch to the left side. Bubble. Now they check the sideline again. And Rowe calls the cadence. Sends Jurgens in motion. Hands it to him. Sweep to the short side, and he'll be shoved out of bounds. So we're getting a lot of that, a lot of clock stopping. And for Brady, they need that. For Pleasanton... They do not. It's going to be a gain of one for Jurgens. Again, 17 yards is all he has mustered so far on the night. Now he'll split out wide to the left as three wide over on the hash. Ball on the near side, Porter on the short side. Looking left the whole way as Rowe goes to the sideline and nobody there. I think they had a little miscommunication. I guess you would say it was intended for his tight end, Coy Golter, but Golter cut it up on the sideline and Rowe threw it a little bit deeper down the field. And that'll bring up third down and about nine yards to go, eight and a half yards to go. Ball at the Pleasanton 37-yard line. 44-20 Pleasanton. They want to see that clock run and get out of here with their seventh victory of the season. So twins each side this time. Four wide outs for Rowe on third down and nine. T.J. Rowe, the four-year starting quarterback, has time, throws it down the slot, and it's broken up by Eckel. Seth steps in front of the pass to Jurgens, and now it's fourth down, and have to assume Brady has to go for it here. Down by 24 in the fourth quarter in Pleasanton territory. Looks like they made a yard on that incomplete pass. They moved it up to the 36-yard line. So we'll call it fourth down and about seven and a half, where it was eight and a half. Four wideouts here for Rowe. They need this one. Simmons in motion, but he's hobbling, and now we've got motion. The left end jumped. Boy, that's just not looking good there for the big senior in Lucas Simmons. He got hurt playing in the defensive secondary a couple of series ago, and they set him in motion there, and he was flat hobbling. So a five-yard illegal procedure penalty here on Brady. That is their seventh penalty of the football game, but pretty much all minor infractions, and that'll bring up fourth down and 13. Ball at their own 39-yard line. I think, as we said, you pretty much got to convert here down three scores because then Pleasanton can just start laying on the football. Four wideouts, trips to the left and port to the right. Looking left again, has time, throws over the middle of the football field, it is picked off. Picked off by Keyshaw at the 33, up the right sideline, 40, to the 30, headed out of bounds, and he's shoved out around the 23-yard line. Jackson Keyshaw playing center field there, and they threw it right to him. And a nice return on the play to set up the Pleasanton Bulldogs, each team now with two turnovers in the football game. Brady fumbled it, and now the pick. They're going to return it to about the 23-yard line of Brady. 
So each team, as we just said, with the two turnovers. And now a chance to really put it away here with the Keyshaw interception. First and 10 at the Eagle 23-yard line. Exactly 10 minutes to go in the game. 44-20, Pleasanton in command. Staying with the Twins right and left. Same receivers. Motion this time went. Fake it to him. Keyshaw, quarterback draw right up the middle of the field to the 20. Cuts left 15. One man to beat. How about another one for Jackson? Keyshaw, touchdown as he's nailed at the pylon. A 23-yard touchdown run for Jackson Keyshaw. His second rushing. He's got five through the air. And what a night here. Who knows if Pleasanton will get to play at home again. They will have to go on the road to Kennesaw, a team that they have beaten. And then they would have that opportunity to return home for a state quarterfinal, as that should be the final one that uh, anybody would have been worried about. Keyshaw to throw for the two-point conversion. The ball's tipped at the line of scrimmage, and it looks like it was broken up there by Caden Dady. And the two-point conversion is no good. A 23-yard touchdown run by Keyshaw, your five-points bank touchdown. With 9.49 to go in the game, it's Pleasanton 50, Brady 20 community. It's a place that means coming together. A place where the smiles are warm, handshakes are firm, and the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. Nebraska's economy is fueled by Nebraska agriculture. When agriculture is strong, Nebraska is strong. Our work reaches well beyond the farmer ranch, informing youth and consumers about agriculture, providing support for mental health, and benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigos' new quesadilla snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigos Ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at Amigos. Limited time only. And yet again, the ball teed up here for Pleasanton's Grady Chandler. He'll boot it away, gets a little bit into that one that's going to be taken at the 10 and then dropped. Picked up again at the 15, trying to go all the way from right to left. Little room 20, 25. Look out, room down the left sideline for Lovett. He's to the 30, he's to the 20. He returns it all the way. Brady with a 70-yard kickoff return by Hunter Lovett. He dropped it. And then he headed all the way from the right hash to the left sideline and takes it in for an eagle touchdown. So, not so fast. you got to score ret- uh, quickly. And you can't do any quicker than the kick return. 9.35 to go, but they're also going to have to get some of these two-point conversions. They were down by 30 points. And so you need to get a few of these two-pointers to have the miracle. Rowe, going to keep it, wants to run it in himself, but there's just a mass of humanity there, and he got back to the line of scrimmage, and the run is no good. So 9.35 to go here in quarter number four. It is Pleasanton 50 and Brady 26. We're going to go ahead and just keep it here and take a look at some of the scores for you and remind you that we've got high school volleyball on Saturday district finals Pleasanton the number one seed in D1 and they will be playing Sutherland in Gothenburg and we will have that at four o'clock on ESPN 1460 Saturday 
afternoon. Also at 4 o'clock on Power 99, it will be Carney Catholic taking on Broken Bow, and that is at Kozat. So those are what's going on on Saturday. And then we will head you down to the state tournament in one week. One week from today, state volleyball tournament is going on. Some scores in D1. Cambridge routes Nebraska Christian 72-36. Neely Oakdale's come back to take a 44-27 lead over West Holt in the fourth quarter. Elm Creek leads Palmer in the fourth, 45-6. Burwell beat Hitchcock County. Fullerton over Morrill. It is Dundee County Stratton leading Hemingford 42-12 in the fourth quarter. Arcadia Loop City now has run away from Alma 68-32 in the fourth quarter on the breeze, 94.5, and Sutherland beat North Central 32-16 in the east. Howells Dodge is leading Homer at the half. Elmwood Murdoch leading East Butler in the third quarter. Tri-County, the 11 seed, leading Southern 34-6 in the third quarter. Lutheran High Northeast, BDS, Cross County, Osceola High Plains, all winners, and Creighton knocked off Wisner Pilger 56-32. And Brady's going to try the onside kick, but it does not work as Pleasanton will cover it up and take over at their own 38-yard line. Brady's got to find a way to come up with a play. They have got to stop the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They're going to be trying to strip the football. They've been doing that most of the game. And again, let's see what Pleasanton decides to do here. Running and run the clock with Pates. Keyshaw turns, hands it to him, hole up the middle into Brady territory. A gain of five, maybe six to the 37-yard line. A gain of five, and I think this is the smart thing to do for Pleasanton. Run the clock. You're up by three scores. There's still 9.20 to go. Don't want to make mistakes here and turn the ball over. That happened a couple of times in the second quarter. So a couple of breaks here for Brady, but it's not necessarily a break when you return the kickoff for a touchdown. You do have to block it up right, and that's what they just did. 50-26, to 26, Pleasanton up by 24. Pates to the left of quarterback Keyshaw, and they'll give it to him again. Stretch play to the right side, and there was absolutely nowhere to go and an easy tackle for Coy Golter, and lost the yardage that they just made back to the Pleasanton side of midfield at the 39-yard line. So nowhere to go that time. And Pates loses four on the play. But the clock runs. Brady has all of their timeouts. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, score rundowns, keep it here. On third down and nine. And Pleasanton wasn't going to get the playoff, so now they will use a timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. 50-26, Pleasanton leads Brady here on Power 99. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2020 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigers and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. We talked about the field conditions once, but want to remind you they're brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealers. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Science with service delivering success. 
one of those where it's banged up a little bit out there here in Pleasanton, but it hasn't seemed to affect how this game has been played. And the ball's fumbled by the Bulldogs, but they are able to get back on it on third down and nine. Pates is able to jump on it right there, and getting up a little gingerly is going to be Shane Most. I think maybe he dove in there and took one in the shoulder. Good hustle. Might have a little bit of a stinger on him. And now Pleasanton is going to have to punt the ball for the first time tonight. Fourth down and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Waiting for it is Keyshaw. He also does the punting. And he will boot it away. And they came after it. A little contact. The ball is fielded at the 11-yard line. And up to the 15 is where the tackle will be made. And so a punt that time of 30 yards and about a 5-yard return. And Brady still has a glimmer of hope here, trailing 50-26, to 26, but needing three touchdowns in all three two-point conversions with seven and a half to go. And you have to think at some point Rowe is going to hook up in stride with one of his receivers streaking down the field. Unbalanced, strong to the right side, Rowe under center. Simmons goes back as the fullback. As a blocking back, looking deep down the middle again for Jurgens. He's open, and it's tipped by Eckel. Oh, that was six, and Jurgens knew it. Seth Eckel, and you heard Ricky Westland say it in the pregame. This is not the tallest guy on the team, but he is so athletic, and he got up and tipped that football away. That would have been six. That's the best deep ball that he's thrown all night. It wasn't underthrown. It was going to hit Jurgens in stride. Eckel was about a yard and a half behind and just did everything he could to get his fingertips on it and keep this game at 24 points. Same situation here. Jurgens in the deep field. They'll go backside Simmons. One-hand catch. Ankle looks good here. And then as he cuts, he falls down. And that has to be part of the ankle injury as he gets up to the 25-yard line. Going to be short of the first down by about a yard and a half. We're going to call it Third down, and a timeout going to be called here on the defense by Pleasanton. They will say it's a nine-yard gain. So it'll be third down at about a yard and a half. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, 50-26 to 26 Pleasanton. Brady trying to march down the field again. It's third and one. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. State football playoff action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Doug Duda here at Pleasanton. A big thanks to Athletic Director Casey Loomis. His third and one and a half coming up here for Brady at their own uh, 25-yard line. A lot of motion. They just give it to Simmons off the left side. He has stood up, driven backwards, but it looks like forward motion is good enough to give him the first down. They're looking at 28, maybe the 29-yard line. So again, kind of playing on a banged up ankle, gain a four there, and they'll move it to the 29, 50 to 26 in favor of Pleasanton. 
Pleasanton jamming everybody in the box. Eckel is really the only one that's playing safety. Now Rowe back to pass from under center. Throws it short. Complete to Porter. He's got room down the left side. 40-30. Cuts back 20. And he's going to be up in and inside the 15-yard line. They found a mismatch on the edge by going under center. And a huge gain on the play. First down and 10. And Brady is in Pleasanton's red zone again. 12-yard line of Pleasanton first down. It's going to be a gain of 39 on the completion. And here comes Brady under center. Row back to pass, looking, looking. Nobody's open. Throws towards the corner of the end zone. And off the fingertips of Porter. He released late. Coming off left end and dragging across again. It doesn't matter. There's a hold on Brady. That is the first offensive hold flag tonight. On the Eagles, coming in at 5-3. and three. Again, a couple of big upsets tonight. Twin Loop taking out Axtell. And the biggest upset, Mullen, 3-5, and five, beating 8-0 and oh, Sandhill-Stedford, 18-12. Of course, Sandhills had beaten them earlier in the year. So, Mullen and Twin Loop, that will be the second-round matchup in Sargent. And the interesting thing there, that's the other side of this bracket. So the Kennesaw-Pleasanton winner will play the Mullen-Twin-Loop winner. So the Bulldogs just trying to get to that point. Brady trying to make it interesting here as they go trips bubble to the left side. Rowe from under center, bobbles the snap, steps up, has time, throws underneath, drag route complete, then the ball fumbled, but it goes out of bounds. It was a very short gain here to Corey Golder. That's only the second time that he's even hauled it in. The ball fumbled forward to the 18-yard line, and so that's going to be a gain of about six on the play. So after all of the penalties and problems, it is second and a long, long way to go here for the Brady Eagles. Second, and they still need to get down to the three, so second and 16. Fake the jet sweep to Jurgens. He stays in to block, throws over here right to Golter. Golter complete at the 15, and they bring him down at the 11-yard line. Going to be a gain of eight more. But now that brings up fourth down. And they need to get to the three for a first down. So third and nine. Nine for a first down, 12 for a touchdown. With the clock continuing to run, 5.45 to go in the game. Pleasanton 50 and Brady 26. Twins to the right. They'll send Simmons out by himself to the left. Rowe double checks the play. It is third down, excuse me, not fourth. Trying to set up the screen. Complete to Jurgens again. He gets the catch at the 10, but brought down by Dixon right there. Trying to set up that big play, but it doesn't go anywhere. A gain of one. It'll be fourth down and eight. And obviously, this is the season now for Brady. It may already be too late, but to try to keep it in striking distance, they need to convert here. Need to get to the three. They're just outside the ten. Jurgens in the backfield with Rowe. Fourth down. Rowe hands it off. Ball's fumbled. He picks it back up. Now just throws it up for grabs. It's picked off. And Pleasanton's going to get a 75-yard return for a touchdown down the left sideline. Brady Klein. Pleasanton. Touchdown. On to round two. 
It all started with a bobbled snap. Roe being the great quarterback that he is, was able to pick it up. And instead of just taking the sack, he did what he needed to do. He threw it up there. It's unfortunate that it got pick six for Brady. But uh, throwing it out there in the flat, there was nobody on the underthrown ball. And a 75-yard return by Brady Klein will put the final cap on this one. Klein showed a little speed, too, because they were coming after him, but they never really could get any closer. And Chandler for the extra point this time missed. He hit two earlier, but the kick is no good. And your five points bank touchdown, the 75-yard pick six by Klein. And with 4.40 to go in the game, it's now Pleasanton 56, Brady 26 on Power 99. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Don't forget, after our coverage tonight, the Rivals and Rets scoreboard show playoff edition. As Grady Chandler hits a short one, the ball is hit by an up man, and they have to go dive on it, so Pleasanton doesn't get to it first at the uh, 20-yard line. Jumping on it there for Brady was Cameron Carr, the freshman. And the Eagles bringing out this great group of seniors for what could be the final time here with 4.36 remaining. Unless they get a quick strike, this is about going to do it. And kind of the weird thing is you look up there, and now it's a 30-point game. Pleasanton scores again, then the clock would run over the last four minutes. If they would get another, let's say, defensive score here. This was an eight-point game at halftime, 22-14. But Pleasanton has just continued to throw the ball Incredibly well with Keyshaw. Rowe, shovel pass up here to Jurgens. It was actually deflected, but it falls into his hands. And he is going to be tackled up at about the 23-yard line. Gain of four on the play on a little shovel pass. And the funny thing is, I mean, there have been a lot of different plays that Brady has run tonight. A lot of formations, a lot of plays they've run out of them. you got to be a pretty smart cookie to know all the plays. I don't care if it is on your wristband. you got to know what you're doing. So second down and six yards to go. Empty backfield row. Quarterback draw. Makes the first man miss, but then an ankle tackle made right there at the 25-yard line by Wyatt Reese. And it'll be, or excuse me, no, I think it was Reese that made the tackle. Although they said Keyshaw, it was one of the two. It'll be out at the 25-yard line. Third down and two after a gain of four more. When we are done, the New West postgame show, but Pleasanton at Kennesaw next Wednesday. 
On the snap, they'll give it to Jurgens on the jet sweep, cuts it up on the hash mark, and he should be enough for the first down as he gets up to the 28-yard line. A gain of three, maybe four, depending on the mark. It's going to be a gain of three there for Jurgens, And move the chains. So having their final time together here, these Brady Eagles making the playoffs three of the last four years, but still not able to get out of the first round here. Only twice that has happened in school history. Simmons continues to play on that bum ankle. He's all the way out here to the right. They give it on the jet sweep fake, and a quarterback draw. Rowe has room this time. Off the left side, 30, 35, 40 into Pleasanton territory. Makes another man miss inside the 30, and he's going to be brought down at the 25-yard line. That's a 26-yard run by T.J. Rowe, which is now his best run of the night. The first one tonight was for 24, and everything else in between. He did have an 18-yard touchdown run, and Brady would definitely like to stick one more in the end zone here. 2.45 remaining, so they have plenty of time to do that. The ball is at the Pleasanton 26. First down and 10. And it looks like somebody else is in there at quarterback right now. And they slip and fall down. I saw them doing this in pregame warm-ups. And it looks like in at QB now is Shane Most. He's a sophomore. And it was supposed to be a quarterback draw, but his Feet slid out on this grass surface that is slicked from the snow. A loss of three on the play. And he'll have it again. Fake the jet sweep. Come up the middle of the field. Get to the 25, the 20. Runs into still a lot of the defensive secondary starters with a little mix-up. He gets to the 19-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of 10. So we do see some of the backups into the ball game now for both of the ball clubs. As Pleasanton will go to 7-2 and two, and then off to Kennesaw. And Brady will end the season at 5-4 and four on the season. We've got a vehicle in the end zone that has its headlights on. So they're trying to get him to do that. We've got a couple vehicles with their lights on getting ready to get out of here. Third down and three. And this time, it'll be once again, Most keeping off the right side, 15, 10. He's a long, lanky kid. And Shane Most at 6'2", is able to get a gain of 8. So he has another first down for Brady. Down to 115 remaining in the game. More subs coming in on both sides of the football. As we said, Brady really only has, I think it's 17 kids suited tonight. They only had 19 on their roster to begin with. Under a minute to go. Brady is not in any huge hurry to get up over the football. First down and goal just inside the 10. Most takes the snap. This time he's going to hand it off on the jet sweep to Hunter Lovett. Lovett turns the left and gets into the end zone. That's his second touchdown because he also had the 70-yard kickoff return earlier in this quarter. So a 10-yard run for Hunter Lovett. And a touchdown, his second of the night. And that should put the finishing touches on tonight's football game with a two-point conversion coming up. 40 seconds remaining here. Fourth touchdown that we have had in this fourth quarter of play. And four in the third quarter. Most will take the snap here. 
Man in motion, Simmons. Fake it to him. Most right up the middle, and he walks in for the two-point conversion. Our five-points bank touchdown is a 10-yard run by Lovett. 40 seconds to go. It's Pleasanton 56 and Brady 34 on Power 99. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have any Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Again, a reminder to our Pleasanton fans, we will be covering their football game with Kennesaw next week. Be listening to see if that's on the breeze, 94.5, or here on Power 99. And with the close proximity, I'm guessing we're looking at a 7 o'clock kick over at Kennesaw. Sometimes they'll sneak it up an hour to 6, but we'll find out for you tomorrow and let you know. Tomorrow, Kearney High hosting Elkhorn South here on Power 99. The kickoff is set for 7, pregame at 6.30. Overton won tonight. Elwood won tonight. Axtell was defeated for the D2 area teams and FKC teams. The boot is away and trying to return it and stay out of the end zone is Grady Chandler, but just too good of a kick. And now Brady and the rest of the Bulldogs get ready to take one more snap out there. 40 seconds to go. That's all that Pleasanton would have to do. It just depends what Coach Westland wants to do with some of his youngsters. Tanner Dixon going in. Also, Cinch Heichel going in. Chandler is staying in there offensively. Try to pick up a few more numbers for you on the last couple of snaps. Jason Pugh is going in. Mason Lammers up on the line. And so we will see them line up under center in the I formation. And apparently too many guys on the field here for Brady. I think they had nine guys out there. And so Brady has to use a timeout, or at least they use one. While they do that, let's take a look at a few more of the scores here. The New West postgame show coming up, then the Rivals and Ruts uh, scoreboard show. We're one of the last games going on tonight. In fact, I think we are the last game <laughs> looking at the scoreboard, but a lot of passing in this contest had a chance for it to be uh, very deep. Every one of the favorites in the D2 East, all of the home teams in the eastern portion of the bracket were winners in D2. That is not the uh, case in the West because Twin Loop and Mullen were winners. The rest of the home teams were winners. In D1, all of the home teams uh, in the western half of the bracket were winners. Arcadia Loop City finished off Alma 68-32 just a few minutes ago. Elm Creek beat Palmer 45-6. Back to action here. And Pleasanton just going to go ahead with their backups. And they are going to take an E. And that should be the final play of the football game. There was right at 40 seconds. They shouldn't have to run another play. And the kids just kind of standing around, not sure if they will have to snap it or not. They could, just to make it official here. But time running out, and your final score is going to be the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 56, and the Brady Eagles, 34. A big thank you to the many fine sponsors as we continue to follow the Bulldogs throughout the playoffs. They'll go to Kennesaw on Wednesday, and the players now 
shaking hands as Pleasanton goes to 7-2, and two, gets their first playoff victory in eight years, and will be on the road to Kennesaw on Wednesday. Brady will end the season with a record of 5-4. and four. When we come back, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We will uh, run down the final stats, then turn it over to the crew at the Power 99 Studios to take a look at all of the scores and preview what's going on tomorrow night in 11 and 6-man football. This is Doug Dittis saying thanks for being with us. We'll be back with the New West postgame show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you in part by your Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed Representatives, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. And welcome back, everyone, for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. If you were listening at home, listening somewhere on the Internet, or just sitting in your car or truck around the football field, sure appreciate you uh, listening to us tonight here on Power 99 as Pleasanton comes away with the 56 to 38. 
8-4 victory tonight over Brady. And let's go ahead and begin our look at the uh, final stats unofficially. And a lot of plays running this football game. Here's what we had tonight for the Brady Eagles. It was Noah Jurgens, 13 carries, 20 yards. Shane Mose, 3 carries, 15 yards. Hunter Lovett, 1 carry, 10 yards and a touchdown. Lucas Simmons, 2 carries, 4 yards. Uh, also tonight, we had one carry for Blake Lauk for two yards, and quarterback T.J. Rowe, 13 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. There was also a, uh, that punt that they brought out of the end zone for a seven-yard rushing attempt. So 34 rushing attempts, 139 yards tonight for Brady. Through the air, I had Rowe 4 of 10 in the first half for 124 yards and no interceptions with one touchdown. In the second half, I had him 9 out of 17 with a touchdown and an interception for 89 yards. So overall, 13 out of 27, two touchdowns, one pick, 233 through the air, 139 on the ground, 372 yards of offense for Brady, which unofficially gives them 16 first downs in the ball game. They punted the ball twice for an average of 35 yards, had the two turnovers, one at the Pleasanton three, and then an interception that was returned back by Keyshaw to the 23. Eight penalties for 49 yards in the contest for Brady, who will end the season at 5-4. and four. We'll take a look at the final numbers for Pleasanton after this on the New West Postgame Show. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. All right, let's continue on with the U.S. postgame show. The unofficial final numbers for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Kessler-Dixon, three carries, four yards. One carry tonight for Trevin Went for seven yards. Broderick Pates, 12 carries for 26 yards. And Jackson Keyshaw carried the ball tonight eight times for 45 yards and two touchdowns. One uh, team carry on a fumble that went for zero. 25 rushing attempts, 82 yards tonight for the Pleasanton Bulldogs in this uh, football game. Through the air, Keyshaw was special again. He just keeps adding to his 2,000-yard total. In the first half, he was 16 out of 21 with a pick and two touchdowns for 185 yards. In the second half, 11 out of 13, no interceptions, three touchdowns, 160 yards. So if my numbers are right, I have Jackson Keyshaw, 27 out of 34, one interception, five touchdowns, 345 yards through the air, 82 on the ground, 427 yards of total offense. That's good enough for about 23 first downs. They had the one punt in the fourth quarter, two turnovers, and when it came to penalties here, they did have six of those 
for 55 yards. Time for our scoring wrap, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. A lot of it going on out there. Brady took the ball to start the football game, but was unable to move it. And with 2.41 to go in the first quarter, I mean, that was our first score, considering all the points that we had here today. Jackson Keyshaw takes it in on third and goal from a one-yard out after Brady on their second possession had to punt out of their own end zone. That's where they dropped it, ran it out to the 10. It gave them the short field. The Keyshaw to Eckel two-point conversion made it 8 to nothing. Then an incredible play by Simmons of Brady. He hauls in a one-hander highlight reel catch, and Lucas took it down to the three-yard line. That ended the first quarter, but on the first play of the second quarter, just trying a quick-stack quarterback sneak, Brady fumbled the ball. Pleasanton picked it up at their two. They ended up marching 78 yards and converted fourth and goal on a five-yard touchdown pass from Keyshaw to Tice Westland. The extra point kick by Chandler made it 15 to nothing. That's with 5.54 to go in the second quarter. We had only two scores midway through the second quarter. And then look out. Keyshaw hits Went on a 36-yard one-play wide receiver screen, 4.59 to go. Pleasanton's up 22 to nothing after Chandler added the kick. But an 18-yard run by T.J. Rowe capped a 65-yard drive that had a 47-yard pass to Jurgens. The two-point conversion, 22-8. to Then Logan Simmons comes away with an interception and returns it to the Pleasanton 11 after losing some yards on the first play. Rowe hits Porter on a 14-yard touchdown pass. The two-point run, no good. And that takes us to halftime, 22-14 to in favor of Pleasanton. Each team scored on their opening drive of the third quarter, Keyshaw hits Wynn on a 15-yarder, a five-yard run by Rowe, 30-20 to 20, with 7.49 to go in the third. Then Keyshaw hits um, a two-yard touchdown pass to make it 36-20 to 20 to complete a 65-yard drive, the second pass of the night to Westland for a touchdown. A 10-yard pass from Keyshaw to Eckel with 3.19 to go made it 44-20 to 20 at the end of the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Keyshaw comes away with the interception, returns it to the Brady 23-yard line. Then on the very next play, he runs it in himself. That makes it 50-20 to 20 after the pass was no good. Then a 70-yard kickoff return by Lovett of Brady kicks it to 50 to 26, 440 to go, a 75-yard pick six by Brady Klein right down the Pleasanton sideline, makes it 56 to 26, and Lovett completes the scoring as he takes it in from 10 yards out for Brady with 40 seconds remaining. The two-point conversion run was good by most, and that made the final score Pleasanton 56 and Brady 34. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Buffalo County Farm Bureau, all of their insurance wrapped up by one great insurance agent. All right, there you go. We're going to save the scores for the boys at the Rivals and Rutt Scoreboard Show. Every game is a final. We were the last one to conclude, but we can tell you that we will have the Pleasanton at Kennesaw game coming your way next Wednesday. Uh, Axtell eliminated tonight. Elwood and Overton were winners in the D1 uh, West bracket. All of the home teams won, and that included Arcadia, Loop City, and Elm Creek. So depending on times and spots, we'll try to have all those games for you again next week. Arcadia, Loop City would host Sutherland, and Elm Creek would host Burwell, and those teams have played a ton. Elwood would host Central Valley, and Overton will go to Garden County. 
You've been listening to the New West Post Game Show here on Power 99. For our producer-engineer, back at the studio, Nick Grimes, I'm Doug Duda. We'll see you tomorrow for Kearney Elkhorn South football here on Power 99 and Kearney Catholic Wayne on ESPN 1460. And again, volleyball Saturday. We'll have the Pleasanton-Sutherland match on ESPN 1460 at 4. Kearney Catholic Broken Bow at 4 here on Power 99. Again, the final, Pleasanton 56, Brady 34. This is Doug Duda saying happy Halloween, be safe, and good night. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.